podcast started. Welcome to This Is Only Test. This is episode 40, recorded December 9, 2010. I'm Will Smith. Joining me today, Norman Chan, wearing a button-down shirt, lightly rumpled, sleeves unrolled. Always unroll your sleeves. Never roll them up unless you have to. Sometimes you roll the sleeves. You cannot unroll a you, rolled-up You can sleeve. never unroll what's been once rolled. So why not save it till the appropriate moment? And it looks like you're wearing a Portal t-shirt underneath I am. the, uh, the, the button-down. We're at episode uh, 40. We, midlife crisis. I know. I know. I feel like I should go out and buy a Porsche. I'm going to go out and buy a Porsche. Uh, sitting across from me wearing a Griswold family Christmas red t-shirt and a pair of headphones with a – I mean I have to say you your beard makes me look not scruffy. You're, you got a scruffy beard, Gary. Well, we need to talk about beard technology yes, because we, clearly I've got no idea what I'm doing. We're, we're, we'll get into that. In, I, in, I, I had no idea, by the way, that Norm had fashion do's and don'ts. Like he said that very definitively, like never wear sleeves unrolled. Norm, like on his list of fashion oh, yeah. commandments. Norm has fashion rules. I had no idea. He's usually pretty stylishly presented, well-groomed. Well, this is this is like Norm's – you know, Norm's, Norm's commitment to winning is another one of his rules. Norm, Norm loses his life by the rules. You're a lawful neutral. I, I don't play D&D. Neither do I, but it sounded good. Well, I, right. I knew that Norm had this whole thing about it's not worth playing if you can't win. I thought that was – I didn't realize he applied – that was like a life ethos, but I, I approve of it. It's great. Yeah, Norm, yeah. Norm doesn't fuck around. That's why I like Norm. It's, it's also not worth playing if someone else doesn't lose. Oh, so it's, 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 it's got to be a zero-sum game? For yes, Norm, it's absolutely. more about the not losing than the winning, I think. No, nope, no, nope, oh, but the winning. Okay. And the bonus is someone else losing. Well, in a head-on competition, it's about humiliating the opponent How do as you much apply, as it's about winning. That's in games, though. Can you apply that to life? Like you, you, absolutely. You so, so, you, so, you're, so you're saying you can't enjoy that unless you see other people that whose life, lives are all fucked up. And, My 63-inch TV? Yeah. That much better. Because Will's Knowing 58. <laughs> I know this is probably, I think that's yeah. pretty pretty sick. Just enjoy the 60, 63 inch TV. Don't let oh, I'm things, enjoying it. Don't let the things you but own define you. But Norm. you're saying you're enjoying it more in the the knowledge that Will's TV is five inches smaller. You enjoy you enjoy your TV more. I, I have no temptation to go. You know, watch TV at his place. Well, but then does it does it's it? It's not make about you, the size of your TV. It's about how you use it. Do you feel less satisfied then that my TV is two inches larger than yours? How do you deal? How do you yeah, deal with you that? Should, you that, should, that? That you're in a, you're in a whole different class, Gary. That's why. He's sitting there watching the TV, but then every now and again, you think about mine. I'm just going to say white knuckled on the couch there. <laughs> when, I, when I know he's watching TV, I'm just going to send him a text saying, hey, Gary has a bigger TV. Gary That's what I'm going to do. TV. Every now and again, I'm going to text Gary, him a picture. A just, just, just say to the character, 65. Just, just get, a, to get a picture of a tape measure with two inches on it and send that to him, the picture of that. I'm going to get one of those American football jerseys that has the number 65 on the front. And I'm just going to wear it for every podcast <laughs> from now on. I would Subliminal love to see that. Owning, that would make yeah. me happy. I think I might have to do that. So uh, speaking of new TVs, Gary, you, 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 uh, we wanna, talked – okay. I, I want to go around the table fashion-wise because I like your T-shirt today. Oh, my what, – What's that? What, it's, a, it's, it's, a Mario, a it's a Mario pipe with a little Venus flytrap in it. But well, then, with, a, with the, the piranha French? plant I think is the technical term. Well, you know, the carnivorous plants that come out of the pipe. The French says this is not a pipe, which oh, is okay. a famous – Yes. Hey, now, Norm, Norm's phone is making noise during what's our famous? podcast. Why is that famous, Norm? It's a it's a famous uh, saying, right? What, a, this is a, not a pipe. Yeah, this I've is not a pipe. That. 
What, in, in the Mario either. context? No, no, or? no. In in the philosophy, you know, literature context. Like what, what's the what's the original the philosophy? Norm meaning also is better educated. This than is not a pipe. It's it's the sense. It's the, the word pipe. I got the T-shirt uh, because it had the Mario piranha plant and the pipe on it. Yeah, and I someone famous said French. it once. Norm, proof that you can have too much education. Uh, yes, my I'm, alarm went off because I have to go uh, put some money in the car. Otherwise, oh. I'm gonna get a, a fifty dollars ticket. Meter it up. Go 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 go. Load your meter, Gary, and I will. Uh, we'll fill hold time. down the fort till you get. Don't talk too TV. much TV. We're, I want to be no, part we'll of save this. the TV. Till we're we're going to talk about how about inferior your sixty-three inch TV is. Let's talk about. We are the only two that have beards. We Norm are. Well, beard. We are pretty bearded. Let's right discuss now. beards because Norm's going to zone out and check his phone during that part. Anyway. So here's here's <laughs> people really gave Norm some shit when we mentioned that he was, he was on his iPad. It's all he does. I know. Going going if from they device to if device. They gonna, I've tried to shame him. It doesn't do anything. He only looks up and listens to us when there's nothing going on on his iPad. Right. Well, I've checked all the sites. I'm going to smash it. I think you should take it away and see what he does. That's not. I've done that before. It doesn't go well. My girlfriend showed me a thing last night. It's a, um, it's a signal blocking handkerchief that you wrap your phone in. Oh, I saw that. And it says, "I'm turning my yeah, yeah, yeah. phone off for you." Yeah, it's a sign of love. I was saying, why not just turn your phone off? Yeah, just She's like, well, you, you you never do that. And I said, well, what makes you think I'm going to wrap right. my phone in the no. handkerchief? Yeah, it's a nice try. It's a trap, is what that is. You should. Ne- whenever that conversation starts, the best thing to do is deflect it to something else. Talk about something that she likes, something she'd like to do, going on vacation, some sort of woman-friendly thing. As soon as I start talking about the phone all the time, or you could do what I did and just I bought my wife an iPhone and then she was off my ass. And I was my, my girlfriend's pretty smart. I can't just dangle something shiny over here and she'll forget what she's talking about. Mm. As much you as, as much as that would you, be advantageous, probably not shiny enough. Then Gary, I guess just not shiny enough. Uh, so let's talk about beards. So yeah, so uh, what you need, your, your somewhat unkempt facial hair. So I started, basically what happened was I started growing a beard. Yes. But as yeah. part of No Shave November. Okay. And then I it got I couldn't get past the itchy phase. Yes. And I got crazy and shaved it off. Yes. But then for some reason, just it started all over again. Yes, that's the way it happened for me too. Now I'm through the itchy phase. Yes. And I'm actually quite comfortable with it. Yeah. But it's it's getting a bit out of hand. You look kind of like a hobo. Yeah, I don't so want to I did, say anything. I did a bit of trimming because the the mustache using, like, was scissors coming, or something. Well, the mustache was coming down over my top lip, so okay. I had to trim it back. Yeah, that's, that's and I've been trimming it off my cheeks, so I don't a, have like jowl also hairy a jowls. Good move. Yeah, you don't but, want to look like Chester A. Arthur. But then, in terms of like, so your beard has a nice. All the hair is straight and uniform. Yes, mine beard looks like face facial pubic hair, <laughs> and I don't know how to corral it. I, I took a comb and I brushed it and I yes. tried to smooth it down with my hands. That nothing, nothing no, works. No, it's unruly. How do I? How do I? How do I bring okay. this in line? So there's a couple of things. It depends on what kind of hair you have on your face. This is we've immediately lost like 95 percent of our listeners. You realize? Oh, here. I think we have a lot of bearded listeners. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. So uh, a couple of things. First is uh, you know it doesn't hurt to hit a little conditioner in the beard. I did occasion. that. I did that this morning. Okay. I I, shower, I shampooed and conditioned it, and that's it's still good. doing what that's it's doing. That's good. Well, okay, so. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can go. One is you can trim it very close or closer. Uh, so get what a, a beard trimmer is what you need. It's a basically like a twenty five dollar thing. Mine has yeah. A we have we have one at home. It has little plastic things on it. Yeah. You but, sometimes but use it I to wanna, shave the dog. What if I want to grow the beard out though? Well, if you want to grow the beard out, then just let it ride. And wanna, it'll work itself out. Yeah. You'll have but, to get that shit braided. But if I want a bushier beard, is it does that mean I'm doomed to be unkempt? Um, like why can't I have a bushier beard, but which is still nice and tight? I mean, you look at like Grizzly Adams, who's a well-known bushy beard guy, but not an unkempt beard. I'm trying to get a level right now. Who out of the two of us, who is more beardy right now? Uh, I'm back to decide, uh, and I'm, I'm poking my just chin in out. time to lend an impartial. Oh man, beard. I think uh, I'm gonna say Will is more beardy. Yeah, because my my this is one of the reasons why I've never really done it. Is my facial hair comes through. 
in like in patchy blood. It's not very even. Yeah. It's, even it's not well. even. Yeah. Maybe that's over this, time though, right? I've got all the white. Look at all this white. Yeah, I mean. you have some. You have a gray. white chin. I'm a gray beard. The thing you should do is just trim up to the jawline oh, and God. just do the chin strap. No, no, no. You don't That's think you can pull that fly. off? No. You're my beard model. I'm going for that. But look at how much more you, tidy you, your beard you've is. You've got to work with the grass on the field, man. I don't have the, the grass on my field is, is if, if you're, fucked. It's in the, terrible condition. The other thing you could do is just chop off the mustache and, and chin area. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. The reason I have a beard is because I hate shoving, shaving my upper lip. Like it is the most unpleasant thing ever. I can never get a close shave going down, so I always have to go up, which is really irritating and and causes a lot of bleeding. What you should do though is get what get the Gillette razor that I have that has the one blade on the back, which is for those fine areas. Seven blades. No, the fucking set. Fuck that. One blade. That's all you need. No, no, no. See, this is why you're fucking up. I've got six <laughs> blades, and I use them all. Wait, so you're uh, one blade away from the Mad TV yeah. seven blade parody? Well, we, the, we've already oh, yeah. we've already surpassed the Onion parody. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah. Fuck yeah. it, we're doing five, five blades. blades. We're, yeah. six, we're, at, we're actually at yeah, six, six blades. Now. Yeah. I, so the 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 problem I have is, is is I have relatively dark facial hair, light skin. So no matter how close, even if the the cut is skin close. I'm still going to have some some uh, hair show. The hair shows through the skin. The skin's right. translucent. Right. Uh, so in order to avoid that, I have to shave up, which is really unpleasant on a multitude of levels. Uh-huh. The multi blade razors are a fucking trap. Use a. I mean, I, when I what do you use? Back when I was shaving, still I don't really do that much. I shave like neck once a week now. I use a single. You know those old things you put like the double sided razor in. You snap the thing on top, and it's a safety razor. Then yeah, that's what I use. The, like the cylindrical handle, single blade. Then, then you can have precise control over where the line stops. Uh. And I fucked up the other day because I did it before my contacts on. My glasses were kind of steamed up. Took a pretty good chunk out of the left side. But you just go up the side. And what I do is I use the 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 beard trimmer, the electric thing, to trim the long hair. And then I just tidy up with the blade. And, you know, it takes like five minutes. But isn't a, it, isn't it ultimately more effort to groom and and maintain a beard than it is just to shave your top no, lip. No, it's every day versus once a once a uh, once a week usually. I mean, I I usually maintain beard maybe once or twice a week. I'm not happy with it. I you know, I think your your beard is uniform of color and texture and it's I like have, a, I have white on the, on a, the, the, on the I mean, but look at what tips. look at what's going on over here. It's like a fucking panda bear. <laughs> It, it is a it's distinctive dark look. in some areas and it's white in others. You, you need to, would you consider coloring it? I could just ferment it. No, don't. Come on, don't, nobody wants don't to go down. Be that proud, road. man. Don't don't own your shit. Don't don't. I've always said if I seriously start going, I'm going a little bit bald in the back. I've always said if I seriously start going yeah. bald, I'm going to Picard that shit uh, that, right off. Wow, right on, man, you, you crazy Picard. You that's, could crazy Picard it. You, I, 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 I'd rather just <laughs> lose my hair than lose my Cra- crazy as well. Picard is is my ultimate yeah, goal you, in life. Beard. Which one, which one is that's that? That's the one where he just has the beard. Oh, what old like all good things Picard? Old Picard, yeah, all good things Picard. Where he's he's got an upside down head, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, remember when Riker grew the beard and you came on? You're like, man, I think Riker has more hair on his face than Picard had on his head. It was only when Riker grew the beard that he really exerted that authority. I I thought. Well, the beard helped Riker come into his own. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, he did it third season, or was it late second season? I don't remember. It might have been late second. It's when the show started getting good, basically. Yeah. Before they changed uniforms in third yes. season. The, yeah. beard, the beard is, you, you know, when you're watching Star Trek, if you're seeing the old style uniforms yes. on yep. senior officers, because they kept some of the shitty ones for the, the junior officers. Yes. Yep. The junior officers. The wardrobe to save money. Yep. The yeah. fucking if you're see, full if body you, suit. But if you're seeing yeah. the spandex uniforms on senior officers, yeah. And Riker doesn't have a beard. Don't watch so it. Keep channel yeah. yeah. Chain, chain, That's roll how on. you know. You can know right away. Although, you know, same thing at the end. He took the beard off at the end in uh, Insurrection. 
And then it got back. I never saw there. Insurrection. I'm I'm making. No, you didn't I'm miss staying, keeping that, uh, staying the course on that. I had a similar. There's a similar thing you can do with Frasier. If Frasier has the crazy hair that he had in the first two seasons, yeah. you can move right along. I like the first couple of seasons. They're all right, but the show didn't really kick in until like the third season. Fair enough. Anyway, um, so yeah, so get the get the trimmer. I mean, I think I, with with your beard, you might want to you might want to cut it a little close. Like just maintain it, maintain it like a like a numbered one or a number two. I I rock the three, Jeff. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna use the trimmer, see how it looks, and if not, it's just coming off because it's, I don't think it's a good look. For well, me. so the other thing that's important to note is you get different lengths if you if you use the electric trimmer with the grain. Uh-huh. Or against the grain. Uh-huh. So it gets much closer if you go against the grain. Okay, so I should go down at first. I would start with down, see how that looks, and experiment with some different settings. I'll and give then, it a try. i got go the clippers there. at home. Yeah. Maybe I'll end up shaving my head too. I keep meaning to do it. I think it's a mistake. I photoshopped it one time to see what it would look like, and it <laughs> yeah. was not good. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I. I think unless it's. I think that's a. That's the fucking well, nuclear. You, your option. head out of the three of us is the best shape to have a sh- uh, shape. I did. I don't know. I, I think, think I, I would look dense. like Mister. I think because I've got kind of a rounder face. Yeah, that's not. I'd look like Mister Clean or something. Mister Clean is a is a good looking bald guy. Everyone thinks though they're gonna. The thing is, you don't know what your head looks like under there. Everyone no. thinks they've got the perfect Picard dome, no. but it could be all knobbly and bobbly and uneven. Yeah, I think I have a point actually. Yeah. I don't want that out there. I don't yeah, you could be a cone that. head under there and uh, not know it. It's not good. Um, so yeah, that that's my beard beard maintenance tips. Also, uh, conditioner. Get the, the, there's a couple of good products. There's this thing called Beard Lube that my wife gets someplace that has jojoba or yojoba or yeah, however ho-hoba. The fuck, ho-hoba, however you pronounce that. But it's really nice. The gray. I mean, I've got gray in my hair as it is, yeah. and that's a bad enough reminder that I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, these huge white swarthy patches of white hair in my beard. I like it's to think just of it as me a, feel like an like an old old man. In many cultures, becoming older is a symbol of wisdom and something to be looked forward just to. Just not in this one. Just not in this one. Yeah, yeah, and especially in your youth-driven Maybe Hollywood I should move culture. To some African tribe or something. You should write village co- elder, you, dude. You should write Cocoon Three. Bring Wilfred Brimley back. They say write what you know. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I know that world more every yeah, day. Man, uh, move have to a, Florida. Have a whole segment on Metamucil and you know all, all that kind of stuff. Move to Florida. Exactly. Eat dinner at three thirty in the afternoon. Wear your pants crazy high. Bed by ten. Up right. at five thirty in the morning. Right. Take up golf. Yeah. yeah Drive around. Sounds those like a cuts. good life to me. Wear checkered slacks. Exactly. You know, so, you know, they're not stupid. Those people. There's a reason why they do it. Do I, that. I, it's because it's fucking great. It's, you can do whatever you want, and everyone's be like, "Oh, he's just you a want. crazy old guy." Well, yeah, what are you gonna do about that? You can say racist shit and all kinds of stuff, and like, oh, you're just the, he's just the crazy I, old I, mean, I don't know that I'm. Really I'm not saying I want to, to. I'm just saying that's the level of things you can get Kinda away. Sounded with. like you want to. No, no, no. Okay, that's just not it. Sure. That's not in my heart. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, so we want to talk TVs. It's I know Norm TVs. does. Norm had a failed TV delivery attempt yesterday. How are you feeling about that, Norm? I feel much better now that I have my TV. Oh, you have it? Did it arrive? Yeah. You had a, a couple Ooh. of abortive. Yeah. And that's just in the box. It's Was that this morning? Box. This morning. Oh, so you, you have it in the box at home waiting it's on it? You in haven't, the box. You haven't gotten to touch it yet? It's I've, actually I quite impressive. It. They, they make you, at least where, where I bought it, because I bought it, it was shipped. There's an SFO yeah. sticker on yeah, it. Yeah, you paid the fancy it's, shipping price. It's fancy shipped all the way from New Jersey. That TV in the box there is almost as big as my actual TV. That's it's, how impressive it, that is. There's a yeah, cross the table fist bump. Oh, that's a long reach. 65. <laughs> okay, uh, so Gary has your TV. You said to, You sent me an IM the other day and said... You know, I think this might be the best purchase I've ever made. I know, and I stand by that. I, uh, I've got a lot to say about the TV, but I'll try to, you know. No, want, we'll, we'll go it, on. We'll let it, let, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, have an hour and 30 so on the TV. Let's, yeah. let's hear your experience setting up the TV and what your initial impressions well, are. I, I, you know, when you spend that much on a TV. Yeah. Uh, because there wasn't much change out of four grand. You've got to feel I mean, good about I it. I went. Look, I had a good year. I felt like I could afford to treat myself. And I spend most of my life sitting in front of the fucking TV. That's I true. feel like you should have a good bed. 
yeah. a good computer, yeah. and a good TV. I those like a the, good office chair as well. Those, those, the, the things that you spend most time doing, that's where you should concentrate. You should have the best thing. I want my ass to be comfortable no yeah. matter where I am. Right. Toilet seat's another good thing to spend money on. I agree. Yeah. I had a padded toilet seat that I had to that get. That is oh, super no, gross. No, no, it was no, fantastic. Gross. No, th- that – when you sit down is oh, never, never oh, a good thing. Oh. Plus, the padding means it's, it's – yeah, like stuff can seep yeah, into it. Let me tell you something, though, that uh, – Here's one that you uh, cannot argue. If you try this, you'll never go back. Yeah. Those, those those moist Cottonelle wipes. <laughs> once you get used oh, to those, you yeah, cannot I, go uh, back to the dry paper. Uh, I, I, this uh, conversation is going I, places. I don't, I don't want we, dampness in that area. I want for, everything nice and dry. If there are there. any, if there's anyone left yeah. listening, let's get onto the TV. <laughs> moist Cottonelle wipes. Name so of the is, episode. This was the this was the weird thing. You know, you spend this much money on a TV, and you know, I did have a little bit of the the queasiness of like, oh my god, look how much money I. Well, just you spent. you feel like you're pulling out of the parking lot after you bought this, and you feel like something bad's going to happen to you because you just did something really irresponsible and dumb. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you think, what if I like, lose my job tomorrow? Yeah, I need this wrong. money. I'm going to yeah. need to sell this TV yeah. to to make rent. Exactly. Um. But the the problem was it should you know the, so it was about a week or so before the TV could be delivered yeah and That's a the, lot of the time lead to up think. to that should be characterized entirely by excitement and anticipation yeah. but because I'm such a warrior and obsessive yeah as you know it was classified I, I could tell the neuroses were hitting hard categorized mostly by paranoia yeah paranoia and also fueled you know, doubt and and. Not so much doubt because I was happy about the. I didn't feel like I'd made the wrong purchase. You didn't go on forums immediately after you bought it to confirm that you made the right purchase. Yes, that's, yes, he did. That's one hundred percent. The fact that Will had already gone that down, down that direction. I, the fact that Will had already gone with the VT twenty five. I felt pretty good about. So I had the same. Will had already done all the research. So I was I, like the canary in the coal mine. A little him. bit. I had done a little bit of my own research as well, but I know Will had done a bunch. And if it was good enough for him, it's good enough for me. This is the thing with the price electronics, with iPad, or whatever. Whatever. You most a lot of people they read. You know they. Educate themselves before they buy the product. Most people, after they buy the product, because <laughs> then they use cognitive dissonance to convince themselves they bought the right product. Yes. See, I feel yeah. like, so I, I feel find like... myself just reading the good reviews yep. and not reading the. Well, no, I, I do read the bad ones as well because I want to. I've got that sick compulsion that yeah, I want to worry. But the problem was not that was not with the choice of the TV. It's when you go on these fucking AVS forum type places. Now hold on. I, no. I love the AVS forums for a lot of reasons. However, those guys do tend to be a little bit neurotic sometimes oh, and, and yes. borderline obsessive yes. about making making sure no, that – No, borderline – I know. The border is way back there. They're well, well over big, the border. There's 150,000 regular users of AVS forums. So, I mean, yes, there are some people that are crazy hardcore about things that I don't necessarily think you need to be crazy hardcore about. Right. But a lot of good information there. So, a couple, but in, so in this particular case, a couple. The, the main thing that I've been worried about, and obviously Norm's going to go through the same thing because he's got, got, bought a plasma TV as well, yeah. is that if you go on AV forums, there are people that will tell you that when you buy a plasma TV, yeah. you can't just watch it for no. the first nope. 100 hours. So you, you're not. not supposed to enjoy something. No. That's a big you've got to you've got to run these yeah. color slideshows and run specific settings yeah. and calibrate it a certain way. Otherwise, your TV is not going to be good. Yeah. And I obsessed about this for a while. I downloaded the color slideshows yeah. and I had everything prepped when the TV would arrive because uh-huh. I felt like this is what I was going to do. Okay. Um, the TV arrived. Arrives, and out of the box, it looks stunning. Bam! First thing in a speed racer. Yeah. Well, I was watch. I put Avatar in. Okay. Because that's kind of the demo. That's the other demo material. You know, the colors really pop. It's considered yeah. one of the most Smurf best porn. looking Blu-rays. Um, it the 3D or 2D? It just well, I looked at both. Okay. Uh, but to, out of the box, you just looked at the, just 2D, the 2D version. Okay. Um, it didn't. It, it didn't actually look brilliant right away. As soon as I put it on the THX settings, that's when it popped. Yeah. And the only thing I've messed around with since is the color temperature. I put the color temperature down to normal because the warm setting that it's defaults it, to. It's a little creamy. It's a little little greeny orangey. Yeah. Like you look at a white and it's actually more like an off-white. Yeah. And this is close to a true white. 
Yeah. And so it's, it, I think as you've said this before is, you know, you can assess about these calibrations and these settings, but at the, at, the old, at the end of the day, all that really you should care about is what looks good to you. Yeah. And but there's a difference between calibration and, and you know, getting your pixels settled in with, with the, well, the I, color slides. I, yes, and I've been learning about this. And so the color, the color slides is not even for settling the pixels in. It's, for, it's, it's, it's to evenly age the phosphors in your TV screen yes. so that a calibration can have the best possible result when yes. the time comes to do the calibration. I mistakenly believe that you did it this way to avoid burn the, the, the burn-in and the image right. retention issues, which – a lot of people will tell you it's not even an issue with modern plasmas. Well, burn-in, not so much. Burn-in, not well, the, so much. The, the, I haven't yet seen any evidence of the so-called image retention either. And the, and the plasmas specifically even have <coughs> have uh, circuitry and stuff built in to prevent burn-in from happening in a situation when it would typically happen. Right. So, I, here's, so what, yeah. here's what I've tried to avoid doing. Okay. I've had the TV now. It's probably been on for like 30 or 40 hours Okay. Uh, of the first of the critical first 100 hours. I've tried to avoid watching any content that has black bars down the side or down the across okay. the top and the bottom. That seems everything's good. full screen. So a- H- Avatar was full screen. Uh, yes, Avatar is shot in sixteen by nine. Oh, it's presented I it's I a sixteen it by nine presentation. No, there's no black bars on Avatar. Interesting. Um, so you can watch Avatar. Another good one is just put it on HBO because they never black bar their movies. Everything right. is zoomed zoomed into sixteen by nine. Okay. Um, and there's no logos either. Oh, that's nice. With respect, I, was, I noticed this now that I'm looking for yeah, these. Finding channels without logos is a significant So the problem. other thing they tell you to try and do is avoid anything with like, you know, the network bug in the right. corner burning in all the time. Um, I noticed that. Kudos to HBO. They don't ever put an HBO logo mm-hmm. up on during the presentation. It's no, just but a pristine Spike and the Food Channel? Encore, guys, Stars, man. you name it. Yeah. And uh, I was, we were watching Troy on um, the Universal HD channel, I believe it was. Or, okay. No, Ion. Ion Television, which I'd mm. never even heard before, but. We're watching this. Sounds movie. like a Springfield TV show. And they were Simpsons. doing the, They were doing the thing that it's. They, I don't think they even care about like where it's timed during the movie, but you know, during the middle of a critical battle scene or whatever, the Chiron at the bottom will explode into coming up next week. Uh, you know, home improvement marathon. It's yeah. like that. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, those those things. That's one of the things that annoys me about HD more than anything else is that so many times. Like on HD sports especially, they use the extra resolution just to fucking pack always on ads onto mm. the screen. Mm. So, you know, there's a scoreboard ad. There's yeah. a the scoreboard sponsored by so and so and so and so. And then there's a thing in the bottom enjoy left the widescreen picture. And, yeah, it's it's frustrating. But anyway, okay. So I've been trying to avoid anything with a static element on it's, it. It's a futile, but I appreciate the effort. Trying to avoid the black bars. Okay. Uh and trying to avoid um So have you played any games? No, I haven't done any games. Not because I don't not because I'm terrified to. It just right. hasn't really come up yet. Okay. But, but, but again, in the if if you believe that burn in is an issue, and again, there's different schools of thought about whether it even is these days. Yeah then games are bad for that because, you know, you typically have scores and heads-up displays and things yeah, that course. are static images, elements, static elements on the screen all the time. COD hardcore. Right. So the, the the nightmare is that you play COD for, say, 12 hours, and then mm. the next day you're watching TV and you can see the ghosted image of your high score is yeah, still floating on the screen. That's not good. So, but you think this is all nonsense, Will? I don't... Uh, I don't think it's all nonsense. I think that if my TV becomes burned in, then I'll RMA it and have Panasonic fix it. Have you been exhibiting – have you been doing any cautionary behavior? I haven't done – well, no, because the thing is trying to get my wife to do that is a futile task. So – You can't do you it know, overnight? Um, I, yeah, but I don't like leaving shit on overnight. I feel like that's not I, wise. It keeps my dog awake. Yeah. I don't want to bother the dog. Yeah. It's running right now. There's no one in my house right now and it's running. So. Well, and it takes a lot of electricity to run it all the time. I mean I, I, here's the thing. I feel like – Yes, if you want to have the very best experience, then it's important. If you're in a completely controlled environment, then yeah, I mean, do all the stuff that makes it optimal. If it makes you feel better about that purchase, 
Um, because was, because my room, the light in my the rooms in which I watch TV is so wild and out of control. Yeah, because I have these giant windows and it changes all the time. I mean, I feel like no matter what I what benefit I get from doing all this little tiny stuff that's annoying and a hassle and all that, the is going to be outweighed by the negative impact of having those windows in the room. Right. So you know why fucking go through all the hassle and annoy the wife and and not enjoy the thing that I just bought. But you only have thirty days to RMA the TV, right? So if a if a well, problem it's warranted for a year. It's warranted. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Can you RMA? But the well, somebody out to replace it. It's for spe- certain specific thing, dead pixels and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, I did check for dead pixels. I I checked to make sure that you know things weren't burning in. And How all did that. you check for dead pixels? I put up all the relevant colors on the screen. Oh, so you did do a kind of a slide. But I mean, that takes like three minutes. Right. It's not like a twenty-four hour slideshow. I'm right. I'm worried. Do, do you really want to check for dead pixels? I guess you do when, when you first. Well, see I'd me. rather. I'd rather. Yeah. If there is one. Yeah. I'd rather know about it now yeah. than later. I yeah. guess I'll run the colors and look. I haven't. I haven't seen anything yet. But I would never run like a 24-hour slideshow or anything like that. No, no, no. That seems ridiculous. No, and I think a lot of this, again, it's you, you drive yourself crazy worrying about this stuff and instead of just enjoying I mean, the it's TV. Not, and it's not like the Panasonic people. It, it seems – the thing is there's no – there's no I, – I, I haven't done a ton of research into it because I've always thought it was a little bit kind of witch doctory stuff. Um, but there's no – Panasonic doesn't say, hey, you should do this. You know, the man, In my eyes, the manufacturer is who knows – it seems like it's so much more snake oil that goes with this home theater stuff. Because you look at, you know, it's like the monster cables with the gold-plated things that don't drop the bits on the digital cable. Mm. You know, yes. Is Has anybody done AB on 100-hour versus not doing the 100-hour? And nobody has. It's just, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. And right. people do it rotely. And, I mean, that's fine. You I, think if it was such I'm an important thing, they would dumb. do this at the factory, right? They would right. condition right. these TVs I mean, in the factory before it, they sent them it's out. It's no skin not have it for teeth. me to do. Yeah. Or do it before they even put the panel in the TV, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't worry about it. Um, I just find it best. I, I, I find it best to not behave in a neurotic manner or else I get worse. <laughs> I agree. I didn't spend all this money just to give me something new to worry about. Exactly. I enjoy it. But you did – you put in some custom settings, didn't you? You've toy, toyed I did the and then I shit-canned them all and went back to the THX just one back after, to I, THX. after I – because I flipped over to that on a different setting. I was like, wow, this looks a lot better than what I just spent four hours working on. The amazing thing is – I've been on THX ever since. I think I might turn the color temp down though because that, that's a good – I have problem. a normal and it looks a lot better. Yeah. Um, this is why I think Norm's in for a treat as well is the amazing thing is these sets when you get them set up in your house always look so much better than they do in the store. Yeah. Well, because they're always too vibrant in the store. But that's what's interesting, though. They, you'd think they would be set up to look good, but these so-called store mm-hmm. demonstration modes actually really burn out the it's, image and make it look worse than it's, the TV's it's, capable of It's to grab attention. Brighter colors draw people's eye more. Yeah, I but mean, like I, I did it on Ava. I, put, I just briefly put it on vivid mode, which I guess is like mm-hmm. the store. And, it, and mm-hmm. it fucks up the image quality. Yeah, it looks You terrible. lose all the edges. Everything burns out. You lose grays. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look as good. Um, but you're gonna you're gonna love I think you're gonna love this yeah, absolutely. TV. I, I was the first time we got it out of the box and set it up, I was like, wow. And Leah, she even said, you know, I'm not usually impressed by all the techie stuff. Yeah, of course. But that man that looks good. She was yeah. even she was impressed. I mean, Gina looks over to me sometimes while we're watching too, and she's like, Wow, we this is I thought it was dopey to buy a, a you know, a, a, like when we had the old TV, she's like, oh, our TV's HD, it's good enough because it was a 720p plasma, right. eight years old. Right. And and she said, okay, absolutely, this was a fantastic purchase. Yeah, and it's not like we were slumming it before. I mean, we had a, I got you had a, a big 61-inch DLP. Samsung DLP, which is a top-rated. Yeah, top, at the time, you know, it was a great A little TV. older, but I mean, still produces great images. But you put the two next together. There's no no comparison. So the thing that I'm I'm struggling with now is uh, setting up the playback stuff. So uh, figuring out how to get 24 hertz material to play at 24 hertz on the on the Panasonic 
uh, from the PlayStation 3 or whatever player I'm using. Yeah, I haven't fiddled around with is that yet. a significant challenge. And, and, you know, every time I've seen people playing 24 hertz material at 24 hertz, it looks, it looks more filmy, right? Um, I mean, clearly you don't want to play non 24 hertz material at 24 hertz, but for stuff that, you know, it's, it's really unclear from the DVD or Blu-ray packaging or whatever, what's running at 24 hertz and what's running at 29 hertz and, uh, 20, you know, 29.97 and all yeah. that stuff. So, you know, it looks fine, but I, I want to get a little more. You want to know if there's something film better. Shutter. Yeah, if it can exactly. be made to look better. But exactly. again, I, when in doubt, I'm just looking at what I'm looking at, and I'm like, that looks damn good to me. So yeah. why worry? Well, and then the other stuff I have questions about are things like the extended color settings and all that stuff, and that's all really super poorly documented, pretty much everywhere. So I'm digging back into forums to find that stuff out. The thing that I actually found myself worrying the most about, and I still I've got, got to keep an eye on it, is uh, this new TV was so heavy. Yeah, that oh, yeah. Um, my my IKEA cabinet. On which my old TV was sitting. Oh, those Swedes and their tiny televisions. I know. Well, so I got this cabinet that was that was built to house my old 61-inch TV. Okay. And I went on the IKEA website and I saw that it's rated to hold up to 110 pounds. Okay. My old TV is 80 Is it pounds. like a smorgasbord or a snored? It's or a, a Linarp. 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 Linarp TV cabinet. It's a Blurg from the Blurg range. Blurg and Blurg and Blurg and Blurg and Linarp. Linarp schnarp. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a podcast without us, without us offending yeah. some regional. I, I love I love the sweets. Just for what it's worth. Fantastic. Who doesn't stuff like this? I love IKEA. Yeah. I love IKEA. Great cafe. Good food. Good cafeteria. I mean, just great value. Yeah. I, I I would rather die a, a thousand bloody deaths than go to IKEA. What? Well, it's I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a lot about it that's the unpleasant. The crush of humanity. Yes, is, there's that part. And there. the fact that it's a, a never-ending maze of consumer oh, purchasing. The canteen, is the canteen is good, though. They do have the I like the Swedish, meatballs. The I'll go, meatballs I'll go for the meatballs. I like you, that you, can, get, you can get like four extra for 99 cents. Yeah. Five extra for Is it five box. extra? You don't even need to go through the maze to get to the canteen. You it can depends just on which take one you go the stair up directly. I think all of them now. They stopped selling it in the cafeteria, but they have a Swedish almond like a tartlet thing, like a tartlet, mm. whatever you call mm. it. It's fantastic. You can get it in like the takeout food section. Well, they, yeah, that's right. They have the regular cafeteria, which has the meatballs. Yeah. And, and then, then when you're done checking out, you get the ice cream and the hot dogs. Uh, two hot dogs for 99 cents. Oh, they used goodness. to have, uh, they used to have like the Swedish Nutella stuff, but oh. I, they don't have it. The last couple of times I was there, they, they, they didn't have it. So, so I, was, I was bummed out. So the cabinet was rated to 110 pounds. Okay. According to the your website. Your TV weighs more than that. 120. Actually, oh my God. How much did your old TV weigh? 80. What sixty-one inch TLP weighed less? Weighs well, less. everything's plastic. TLPs don't weigh very much. There's no glass. Why you guys got the heavy TVs? Yeah, my TV weighs seventy pounds. I know, Without that's the stand, amazing. Dude. Well, and your TV is so thin, dude. Without which, the stand, you know, Without if you're watching it from the side, it's fantastic. Eighty pounds at most. The, the stand was my stand's thirty pounds. My There's stand no is my stand. was ten pounds. It was the TV was was one oh nine. I want and, a heavy stand. I want a weighty, and weighty stand. One twenty with the stand. We probably have the same stand. We could trade stands. We probably could. Yeah. Um, hey, you want to come over and watch Avatar this weekend? Just bring your glasses. I think we're, we're, well, we're busy this weekend, but oh, maybe next then. week. I'm gone next week. Oh, okay. Well, maybe the week after that. Oh, that after is Christmas. Christmas Fuck yeah. it, next year. Yeah. So you got to get a new, new TV stand. Well, so I got to, well, so what I did was I was wor- a little bit worried about whether or not it could take the, the weight of the new TV because yes. that's the last thing you wanted. So did you just go out and buy something else or did you, did you make well, one I didn't really have, have t- I didn't really have time and I wasn't really sure what I wanted. Okay. Or if I even needed anything else or if in fact, you know, what they put on the website, it actually could hold quite a bit more than that. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, usually that shit's usually, over-engineered. It's, it's just like yeah. nuclear reactors and they, stuff. They, they usually 10%, 10% built in the listing the, the listing on the website is probably not the absolute limit of what it can yeah. hold. I mean, they got to figure some kid's going to climb up or something. Yeah. If it and I and, and I did uh, and I did in fact sit on it and stand on it a little bit. To, and I weigh quite a bit more than 120 pounds. As, as I'm well, sure, it's you, all the beard weight. 
The beard adds five pounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it seemed fine, uh, but I still wasn't confident. And so actually someone on AVS forum who was a tested listener sent really? me a private message saying nice. he enjoyed the tested podcast. Do we have a tested following on AVS forum? Well, we have at least one. That's awesome. Because I posted Stop about it. Stop bashing them. I posted yeah, about dude, it on AVS. Nice now now we have none. AVS guys. So yeah, for all the grief that I give them the, for the for the less, for the record, tested likes AVS forum. It's just Gary that doesn't like you. Well, guys. no, I no, I like AVS forum. I think it's a great resource, but I think you can drive yourself crazy if you spend. That is fair. There. That is definitely. You know why? They love winning. Yeah, they they do. They love Those winning. guys do want to win. They're Norman Chans. <laughs> do you want to be a Gary Witter or a Norman Chan audience? That's what you have to decide right now. Vote Gary or Norm. Norm's like the Jack Donaghy of tech. That is true. He takes tech problems and crushes them in his mind vice. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I, so you so went, went to Home Depot. And I said I wasn't sure about what to do. And this guy sent me a very nice message. And he said, um, I looked at the cabinet. that you, I didn't post a picture or anything. but I, right. I You told him the name. I, yeah, and he looked it up. He, looked, he did his research. And he, he said, I looked at that cabinet. And he said, it looked pretty good. But what you could pro- it doesn't have uh, any legs down the middle. Mm-hmm. So if you bolster it in the middle, that will probably add a lot of strength to it, engineeringly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I did was, and this I'm actually quite proud of myself. I was this is the handiest. This, is, this I seemed think very I've ever handy been. for you. Yeah, I went I went underneath and measured the distance between the bottom of the cabinet and the ground, which okay. is six and a half inches. Okay. I went to Home how much Depot. is that in centimeters? I, I don't know. I haven't worked in centimeters in, in a long time. Okay. Um, six and a half inches, and I went to Home Depot and I got basically a length of like two by four. And had the guy there cut it into lengths of six and a half. So you didn't actually cut the wood yourself. Well, no, I'm not that handy. <laughs> okay. There's a guy there with a, a, a circular saw who's not going to. But cut they charge my hand you like off. two bucks a cut. No, free. Really? Yep. Oh, those charges. First here. few cuts are free, and after that, it's fifty cents a cut. Oh, that's not a bad deal. Mm. Plus, I got a winning smile. You do a winning smile. So I, uh, I said, <laughs> desperate, desperate beard. I said, yes, I look, I look, I do look like I'm desperately in need of help. So the guy was happy to help me out. So I, I chopped it up into six and a half inch pieces um, and uh, spray painted them black. Okay. So that, you know, if they were visible underneath, they yeah. wouldn't just look like yeah. random pieces. Did you do it in the parking lot or like did in my garage? Okay, that's good. Got a little woozy. Okay. No, no. They thought Huff some open. fumes. Yeah, it was all good. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and then I went under there. And I didn't glue anything. I just kind of slotted them under. because so they just would, wedged it in They there. just kind of wedged in Friction. nicely. One in the front, one in the back, and one in the middle. And I okay. put little felt feet on them and everything. Oh, nice. And they fit it under perfectly. They fairly. You know. I gotta say, if you have hardwood floors, those felt feet, you should buy them for everything. Yes, because you can slide furniture yeah, around. Yeah, I put them on the bottom of my computer so oh, I can slide it yeah. out from under the desk. And you can get them at the Ace Hardware store. They like, have them everywhere. Don't get the cheap ones. No, get I the big have, thick ones. You need the really thick. No, we got the good thick pads. Ones. Yeah. Um, also, uh, they also some some places sell like the rubber rubber grips. Rubber is bad. Uh, why is rubber bad? Because well, if you want to slide it, no, you don't want to slide. Rubber's good yeah. if you have a chair like a stool that you just want to keep in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to scratch your floor. Have you ever used those like rubber disc feet? The the slidey ones for sliding big yeah. furniture pieces. I, I have them. those on the work? bottom of my recliner. Um, they're fine. They scratch up the floor if they get dirt on them, mm. though, which is bad. So if like granules, if there's dirt. grit under there, yeah. then you'll scratch the shit out of yeah. the floor with those. So they're in that regard, I don't like them. But the felt ones are badass. So what I did was the felt feet were great actually because what they did was they protect the. I've got a hardwood floor, okay, but they also just made it. They added like an extra quarter of an inch to kind of really kind of get it. A so firm, it's a tight squeeze, a nice firm slot under there. I didn't. Glue, I was considering gluing. I didn't do it. Uh, so then when we put the TV on. Okay. It held nicely. I mean, it's, I think it's Boeing. No saggage? Tiny, teeny, tiny little bit of Boeing, but you would barely even notice it. Are you going to hang this on the wall? or? or no, you, I'm not going to uh, wall mount. Okay. I can't really wall mount it. I and mean, It's a big hassle. And like, then you've got holes in the wall. You can't ever reposition it. I, That's I like true. I like it being where it is. We're thinking about putting it on the wall and get one of those booms so we can slide it out and see it like when we're playing board games or something. Like on a, like a trellis arm? Yeah, they have these things that just you pull it out a little bit and it'll yeah. swing. Yeah. 
And we're thinking maybe you can do that. And then when, we're, when we have people over to play board games or something, you can, you can uh, you know, have a little TV going at the same time. So the thing about the wood blocks is I know that they're taking the, the weight because I was able to slot them under there and just barely kind of scooch them around a little bit yeah, before when, the, when there was nothing on there. Now, it's now like the TV's wire. on there. It's like you cannot. These blocks yeah. are immovable. Well, that's yeah. good. Which I mean, means that they're, they're, they're taking Yeah, they're doing pressure. the job. Having said that, I'm still in the market. I'm, I am in the market for a, a better, ultimately a better cabinet. And I've been looking at these, a couple. Norman, I've been trading links today. There's a company called Standout Designs, which do these ultra high end AV cabinets. Okay. You're, you're not going to get a lot of change out of $1,500. That's a lot of money. But they are seriously engineered and they have uh, no, no, built, no. built in fans. Okay. And, you know, all the, it's all solid mahogany type good wood. and. Oh, so it doesn't look like dude apartmentville. It looks like something you'd have in a. In no, a it looks like, it, no, it's, it's the real stuff. But around the back, you can see it's clearly hmm. engineered for AV components. Cool. Well, see, I, I took a normal. A normal uh, like AV cabinet that I bought at pot- not Pottery Barn, but uh, w- one of those kind of places, like, like Bombay a, you know, Trading, yeah, like a, like a tra- it might have actually been Bombay or Restoration Hardware or something like that. But company no longer exists. Really, Resto's gone? No, Bombay. Oh, mm. yeah. it's Mumbai now. No, they, they Mumbai just, Trading. The only in Canada, I think, uh, the United States. So anyway, it's I, like a Pier One or something like that. Yeah, a little nicer than Pier One. It's not made of wicker. Um, so, so yeah, I wouldn't put this plasma TV on a wicker. <laughs> no, I'm not, putting, I'm not putting that on a wicker table. It costs, it costs a lot of money. Uh, so I took, I actually took a long time ago and drilled out 12 centimeter holes, uh, and mounted 12 centimeter th- uh, thermistor controlled, temperature controlled PC fans Yeah, I saw that on the inside and the back so that they, and they vent. So the air gets sucked in through the cracks in the door in the front. And it vents the hot air out the top of the back. Is of the there cabinet. any noise or anything? There? No, because they only spend it like 800 RPMs even at full speed. But I can put a fully a, a PS3 can run in there at full speed and it doesn't get hot and and doesn't get into the you know you, you you've you've locked a, ca- a console in a in a cabinet before. Yeah, but what, what I what I've what I've done now is uh, my current cabinet, and you can't really see that far into the back to know. I just didn't put the the back on. Oh, that that works too because cable management's that much easier. You don't have to. Yeah, thread yeah. everything through a little hole. Yeah. And there's no ventilation issue. My old my old cabinet, which had a glass closing door and a solid back, mm-hmm. my Xbox sounded like it was like an asthmatic pit pony. Yeah, it, it um, literally sounds like it's, hours it's of running. the death scream in there. Yes. You'll, you'll yes. hear a high-pitched whining fan. You're like, wow, I've never heard a fan. Where's that noise coming from? Is it somebody like a, like a motorcycle outside? And then you realize yeah. it's the Xbox. I so. looked, at, looked at one today that has a, a backing that, go, that, add, that uh, comes on and off with Velcro. Oh, that's cool. So if you just need to get in there, you know, yeah, it just, that's just comes on and off very easily. See, mine, the only the only knock I have against mine is that the back is actually a real piece of wood. So it's not like once the back was on, the back is on forever. So. Right, right. But it has these holes in the back between the shelves and the floor. So yeah. you can drop cables straight down the back and out, out, the, out the outside and all that stuff. So I'm in the market for a new cabinet and I've got to figure out what I want to get. I think this one is basically okay. I'm, I'm not comfortable leaving it on there forever. But, um, it's, you know, does the job for right now. Yeah. So, uh, Norm, uh, you know, you excited to go and See, set it up you, tonight? You, you, I, I don't have this problem. Climax is still, I, yeah. still coming. I, yeah, I have not turned it on yet. Expecting Are you no turn scratches. It on I don't think so. I'm going to wait until this weekend until okay. the house is done. Take it over to the new house? And then I got to put the, the, the mount, get the mountain. So, so I don't, you, I don't have the. You got to put it on a wall. Got to put it on the wall. Now, are you handy enough to do that all yourself? Uh, let's. I think it's fairly easy. Are you getting pros to do it? I don't think I'm getting pros to do it. Hey, if if we can shoot the video, then we'll, we'll pay for it and test it. How to do a wall mount? Yeah, that's that'll be a good video if we do it right. Yeah, we'll do it right. Yeah, if we do it right. Yeah. 
Um, did you put channels and stuff in where you want the TV to go? So there's conduit going from the from where the mount will be to the floor below. No, that's the thing. I so don't how have, do you prevent I don't, the ugly wire? So dangle. that's that's the the question. And I think you can get some stuff to cover it up. Well, um, no, no. I mean, you you drill one hole at the top, you drill another hole at the bottom, and you fish is what you do generally. Oh man, that's 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 a hassle anytime you want to mess with your cables though. Well, no, then you just figure out exactly. You, you need to know what cables you're going to go up there, and then you don't ever change it. Yeah. Right. So it's like yeah. power and HDMI. Power HDMI, probably optical. I know, but like Ethernet. every now and again, there's some unforeseen need to change cables. Well, but the, the thing is, you run all the cables you're ever going to need. So you run you run a component for your Wii, you run you HDMI, run you run all the HDMIs you have you on your TV. Yeah. Well, you the way you do optical, is you, you, you put it in a tube first, all those cables, right. then you 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 know get the tube through the. It looks great when you get it like that, and everything's. And then now, when you want to get around the back, does the t does the does the mount allow the TV to kind of come out a little Depends bit? Depends so on you can the get mount. Behind there, a lot of times. Depend, yeah. So um, when I bought the TV, it came with a free mount, and the way they upsold me is they said, "Oh, this mount only go- comes out from the TV like an, an inch and a half, or comes up from the wall an inch and a half. So you're not going to be able to maneuver the TV at all." Um, well, so and that's the, not even the, a lot of room because a lot no, of the HDMI, yeah. like the HDMI ports on mine, some of them they come down for wall mounting. On yeah. mine, they come out straight back. at the back. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got a big chunky HDMI cord, you can get mm-hmm. right right angle HDMI cords. So yeah. Know. So I, I got a mount that I think I paid like hundred bucks for, um, and it comes out at like three inches mm. or a couple more inches. That's good. So it's a little more workable. Yes. Yeah, I I want to get the uh, that, I mean that's why I want to get the articulated one is so that. Yeah, you know, it's e- easier, easier to, to get swing it, in it out, out when you need yeah. to get. It. I don't know if I, always, want to, I don't ever want to have to tilt it, like pull it out and then turn it. I want to be able to maybe tilt it a couple degrees, yeah. right? Um, on left and right, not really even a couple degrees, like I uh, vertical. I have no need for. Yeah, but left just and left right. and right. But yeah, you, I don't. Well, I don't once want. Once you've a huge got the TV just lev- levitating on a wall with no visible cables going in, that's yeah. pretty pretty sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like that. The other thing I had to do was. I had to come up with a DIY solution for putting the connect on top of the TV. Yeah, oh. that's a because on my challenge. old DLP, the top of it was wide enough for the connect just to sit there. Mm-hmm. On on these new plasmas, you know, obviously they're much thinner. I ended up putting it on top of the center channel, which is above the TV. Oh, so that works just as good. Although well, you're then it's a little have, bit high. You're not supposed to have your connect near the speakers, also because it messes up your voice I, recognition. I don't fucking care about that. Xbox Play. Xbox pause. No, no, no that's, you're gonna want that. No, no, that's fine. The place it messes up is when you use the Connect as the as the microphone in games. I was playing Need for Speed the other night and had the Connect not muted, and people were yelling at me because I was uh, making constant noise and it sounded like it was yeah, breathing. You don't want that. No, no, I, I was not a friend to the Need for Speed gamers. I looked at some DIY solutions online, and in the end, ironically, went out and got the official PlayStation Eye clip. Oh, nice. Which is ten bucks. And it clips right on top of the TV. Okay. And it's obviously meant for the PlayStation Eye, not the Connect base, which is a little larger. But a friend of mine turned me on to these uh, these 3M command strips, which are magical. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, what are those? They're, they're basically like little mounting strips that you can use to hang hooks on on walls and uh, hang posters and what have you. And they're incredibly, incredibly strong. But they don't leave them. When you want to take them off, you just pull on a little tab, and it hmm. and it stretches and just snaps off the wall, leaving no residue or anything. What? Interesting. And they're strong. They're magical. Oh, oh my I, god! I'm gonna buy a whole box of these. Did you know that they don't know how glue works? They don't know why glue is sticky. Really? Think about that. That's pretty amazing. Three trillion dollar a year industry, and we don't know. Don't know how it works. How it works? No. We should probably get on that. Seems like it would be advantageous. I'll bring it. You've got to check these command strips. I, I would yeah. love to. They're, like, is... they're basically like post-it notes, only Hulk strength. I mean, like this. Like I would, I would have to use all my strength to rip this connect off. It's like a super if I wasn't using the correct method, wow. and, and yet you can remove them easily with no residue. 
You just there's there's these little tabs that pull out of the that slip out of the back, mm-hmm. and you ta- and you what tug on it. What if you tear the tab off? Well, I think that would probably be bad. Okay, <laughs> but, I, but I think the tab is strong enough to withstand it, and it just wow, snaps right off. Sounds great for pictures. Like so look at look it up. You can see the little instructional videos online. It's what sold me on it. Speaking yeah, of tabs, ah, segue. Are, are we done with? With TV Are we stuff? done? We can keep going. Oh, do you have? Do you have? That any? was the best segue opportunity ever, though. Well, but hold, I do want to ask Norm. What? What's? Once you get your, are you going to be doing the calibration and the slides? I will and, absolutely the, be doing the calibration, and I don't think I'll be running the hundred hour plus slide. I'll be playing Speed Racer, and I'll be watching movies, like sixteen by nine movies, for hundred hours nonstop. That's my question. That's what I've been are doing. You, are like, you going to be in front of the TV while this happens? Not necessarily. Just I guess sit, that it, just Norm starts out. That's four days. Normal dress. That's, that's well. a full week. And then gradually declines, degrades worse and worse until it's like Lord of the Flies. Norm sitting in his underwear, you know, the Guinness smeared World with record. feces and food for marathon. Five that's bags just of no- Cheetos. I think that's just normal. That's it. No, right. the Guinness Book World Records for for uh, TV marathon is, is only eighty six hours. We could beat that. Do you have to stay so awake? Have, but you have to stay awake, right? Well, you, uh, because the Guinness Book World Records doesn't want you. To, they don't want you to die. You do get like two minute breaks or something. Well, so, so you don't have to pee in a bottle. You don't have to pee in a bottle. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I bet we could beat that. We should try that. What show would you would you want to watch? Well, they did it for twenty four. Yeah. That was, that was the event. Be, does it have to be all one show? I don't think it has to be. I'm not sure. About or it has is it to just be one a marathon show. of watching TV? I, I'm not. I'm not what sure. If it's about movies. That. I'd rather watch movies. I'd rather watch movies. But twenty four, like they couldn't even 40, get through all eight seasons. Movies. What about playing they, games? Could we play games for like no, eighty six hours? They did that. They did that for like two and a half days at that Nvidia Land Party. Bus thing. Oh. See, I don't, that's what I don't understand about the slides is why – I mean, I'm sure there's a technical answer to this, but I don't understand sure. why watching 16 by 9 movies isn't just as good a way Oh, no, to, I think it's the same. No, no, it's no, no. Why, it's is it, because, why do they have to be these it's uniform It's because with colors? the slide, they can control the amount each pixel is stimulated. Oh. With the movies, there's, a, there's always a question about – I mean, theoretically, over a long period – over an infinite period of time with an infinite number of movies, eventually things will be even, but – like the lower right hand corner of the screen is probably statistically more likely to be dark than the upper left corner of the screen, which is normally light because of blue sky versus ground. What I considered and ultimately rejected because it just wasn't practical, but you may be able to get away with Norm, is just watch it normally, avoid the black bars and what have you, but then just run the color slides whenever you're not around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think that's a good idea. Hmm. Anyway, so we'll we'll continue to report in, but now we're all members of the of the plasma family. Hi. That's right. And we all have, you know, decent receiver speaker systems. It's home theater. I need rear, I need oh, rear I, channels. I need discrete rear channels. That I had that. Are, that are I had that huge. I did have that additional question about whether when I was because my three D. Oh, we didn't even talk about the three D yet. I think we're okay. We've talked about three D a, a lot. Let's do like. it real quick. It's not okay. that impressive. It's, That's it. Play games. Play Call of Duty. Do you have COD Blobs for Xbox? Well, did you see Uncharted three today announced will be stereoscopic three D? Well, that very just means it's going to look a little shittier for everybody else. I know. Yeah, I know. Very exciting for me though. Yeah. Uh, but I watched I watched some Avatar in 3D, and honestly, I'd rather watch the 2D version. You were with us when we saw the 3D version in the theater, right? <coughs> no, I saw that somewhere else. Okay. Um, I, I thought the 3D in the theater was neat, but it, if it still does the depth of field thing, I'm not really interested. Although I went on Comcast, and I noticed they have a Christmas log, which is in 3D, which is very cool. That sounds yeah, nice. They also have that. a trippy one with psychedelic colors. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you might like that. I wonder, they're I, playing trippy psychedelic what, music. What, what, what does that mean, you might like that? Well, you you just said you might like it, so uh-huh. yeah, that was sounded judgmental from where I'm sitting. I know your eyes lit up in a certain way that you you seem like you would appreciate it. Um, um, and I watched some sports. I wonder and, if I can see the 3D stuff on my through my TiVo. Uh, that's a good question. I'll have to if it's doing like a pass through. So this was the thing. So my AV receiver 
doesn't support HDMI 1.4 pass through, yes. which means if I want to experience 3D images, yes. I can't go through the receiver. I got to plug straight into the TV. Didn't we talk about this last week? I don't remember if we did. Let's I'm assume that sure we, we did, did and move on. Yeah. This is all in the story that I wrote about uh, connecting the TV last yeah, week. Yeah, you did as a well. good video on this. I found or, that it was just written, I think, but yeah. No, there was a was there, no, but there were pictures though. There were pictures. I just look at the pictures. I have photos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read the text. Yeah. There, there you go. Pictures. Uh, so Sometimes talking pictures. Norm's been testing the Samsung Tab. Galaxy, Galaxy Tab. tab. Uh, we shot the review yesterday morning, actually, so that should be going up early next week. Uh, long story short, uh, don't buy it. That's what I could have told you that. Norm says Gary would agrees. It was the uh, the great hope for did, uh, Android fans. Did spending more time with it confirm the initial impressions, or did anything change? Um, it can. Conf- yeah, I think all the initial impressions that we got from it being great to hold with one hand. Um, one-handed browsing, perhaps. One, browsing as a whole sucks. Okay. Browsing as a whole is the browsing, terrible. browser is very just weak. bad. Very. Weak. I'm not just the browser on the default browser comes with. It. Even if you use another browser, the experience is still sucks. Pretty poor. It's not a problem with the size of the screen. It's a problem with software. Okay. Um, and in video, which I thought initially looked fine, um, you holding it landscape position is not good uh, because of the capacitive buttons. Um, mm. Every time you hold it with your right hand, you're yeah. going to hit one of those back buttons or the home button. Oh, no, that's and not good. It just interrupts the experience. Well, and the kind of natural Android shittiness at dealing with media is is impacts that yeah. as well, right? Yeah, you don't even try watching a video that's embedded. Like on the iPad, HTML5 video, perfect. It's embedded. I can scroll the page around. It's still playing. That's that's not going to happen really. Right. On, on the so ultimately, tab. so you're sticking with iPad. Sticking with iPad. If someone, if someone, so if someone were to come to you and said, "Hey, look, I want a, I want a tablet, but I, I hate Apple, so I don't want an iPad." You, you, I'd you'd say, wait. Say, just don't get any. Don't get don't a tablet. Nothing, nothing out there to get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I I wrote my Samsung Focus review, and we that went up uh, last night, I guess, yesterday afternoon. What's this I'm hearing about Windows Phone Seven being in the toilet? What do you mean? Well, I just heard these rumors. It's on the table. The, the, no, the sales have been terrible, and it's it's they aren't promoting sales numbers, which in Microsoft in Microsoft context that usually means it's not selling well. Well, you're just talking about right. that interview that um, at yeah, so uh, the demo kind of yeah, laid into that yeah. Microsoft dude. Yeah, so he's like, you know, how is it selling? So it's selling well, but you're not giving us sales numbers. Yeah, uh, we're not ready out. to talk about that. Yeah, he goes, they busted everyone out with connect numbers pretty quick. And yeah, exactly. Everyone else time. talks about sales numbers, and he goes, well, you know, we don't think it's not doing well. It's, I mean, here's the thing. There, the, when I looked last time, there were 167,000 people that had used the app that goes the default Facebook People app, the one that's a contact list. Is that one. good or bad? Um, I, I don't. I don't know because I mean, it depends on how many people associated. It, it depends on how many IP address, how many phones were associated with those accounts. If like five people tried it with five with one phone, then that's pretty shitty because that means they sold fifty thousand, thirty thousand phones. I've been surprised by a couple of things with with Windows Seven. They're reporting the last few days because you know, as you know, I was very impressed by it, my initial time yeah. with it. But now it seems like there's more and more reporting about how the, there's a lot of flaws and the iOS, the, the, the OS maybe wasn't really ready for release and a lot of stuff that's, that's not um, there that should be. So, so I haven't had major the, – the big problem I had was that it doesn't work well with Bluetooth headsets uh, when you're making phone calls. That's quite I a basic I mentioned this in the review. Yeah, it, it, and it seems to be specific to certain Bluetooth headsets of which are all of the ones that I have are affected. Um, in that the volume of the person you're talking to, they can hear you fine, but the incoming call sounds, the volume goes up and down wildly throughout the call, oh, yeah, that's not good. which is which is bad. Um, I mean, the other stuff about the phone is pretty good. I think the lack of copy and paste is pretty ridiculous at this late stage of the game. Um, I, I mean, it's, 
I didn't put this in the review because it seemed really catty and and not fair. Uh, but you know, it, it seemed as though they were trying to compete with early iPhone iOS. Had this come out around the same time as the iPhone 3G or even the 3GS, it would have been a really uh, compelling competitor. Uh, but coming out post iOS 4, they're they're wildly outclassed on almost everything. And uh, like the tab, the browser is terrible. Yeah, there was a quote. I can't remember where it came from, but somebody, either a Microsoft guy or someone else said something like, oh, you know, obviously we're, we're a far more nascent platform. It's going to take us a couple of years to catch up to iOS. To which the response was to catch up to where iOS is now or where that will right. be in two years. Right. That's a good, a good question. Well, I mean, I, I think the thing is Microsoft is definitely aware of what the problems are with the platform. There's an, there's a browser update coming early next year, which is three months later than it should be. But, I mean, at least they're making moves. And I think the thing that we'll see – they haven't said anything about this. But I think I, I would be very surprised if we don't see more frequent OS updates from – uh, Windows Phone 7 for, for Windows Phone 7 than we have for iOS because iOS essentially gets updated once a year whether it needs it or not. A- and, you know, Windows 7 Phone is going to be easy for Microsoft to update because the platforms are relatively locked down. So I think we'll see more updates more frequently and they're going to push really hard. It won't be an Android kind of situation where, you know, you buy a phone and whether you get updated to the next version of Android is up in the air or not. It sounds like a little bit in in the middle of of the two other systems. The iPhone they only do major updates. So you're saying it's the mama bear or the baby bear? Uh oh, that sounds not, not go there right again. <laughs> but you know, with the iPhone, you know, you don't get updates very often, but everyone gets them at once. Android you get updates all the time, but who knows when you're going to get yours? Yeah. Windows Media, Windows Phone Seven probably be, will be uniform updates that are fairly. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's I, in that respect, I really like that platform. I, the thing is, I really like the platform. I think it's really promising. I think we're seeing some definite like teething pains on the first generation of devices. And I think that as that as that platform becomes a little bit more mature, we'll see a lot more. And the browser update is going to be huge for that. It's phone. also a phone that I would not mind uh, giving my parents to use. Like Android, I, never, I would never yeah. give. No any, iPhone, any, I would yeah. never never give them an Android phone. I, the thing is, I think some of the HTC Android phones would be fine. I think the the bigger problem is. Uh, for people who like to get into the like the down the Android is great for people who like to get a little bit dirty with their phone and get, get kind of into the which is fine, right? But that's why you don't give it to your aunt and uncle. But if you don't, if you aren't the kind of person that gets in there, I think you'll have a perfect, perfectly fine experience. I think that mm. the people who have problems with Android are the ones that are kind of in between there, and they they try to do things that they think are possible and they that they know they can do, but maybe don't have the expertise to actually trouble, pull yeah. it off. Yeah, and then they get stuck. Do you think it's possible that Windows Phone Seven could just go down in flames? Uh, I think that Microsoft is going to spend a lot of money to make sure that it does not because it is very clear that the mobile market is a huge, huge, huge market uh, over the next 10 years right. and PC is in decline. Plus, if Windows 7 did go down in flames, it's not like they're losing out on a market opportunity. They're losing on their existing – all the history of Windows Mobile because like Windows well, 7 that, is that, Windows Mobile. All that history of Windows Mobile has been supplanted by iOS and Android well, they're trying, I mean, in this two years. This is their last chance to reclaim that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is it is a massive, massive market, and if they fuck this up, then then Microsoft is is becomes the new IBM, which I know is what everybody likes. They to are say quite about late Microsoft. to it, you know. But yeah. by the time they reinvented their platform, everyone else became quite entrenched. Well, I mean, like I said, if if Microsoft had released this OS in when the iPhone 3G or 3GS were yeah, the that state of the art iOS, ago. yeah, one year ago, less than yeah. that, six nine months ago. That's a long time in technology, right? A long time. Well, but I mean, had they shipped this when they initially intended to, then it would have then they would have been in a completely different situation. And I think I think the 
But the thing is, I don't think Apple was the winner of them coming in late. I think Google and Android were the huge winners. Well, Android is still seems to be showing the most growth, right? Well, but it's on so many devices. And I mean, there's good brand recognition around Android now. The OS is finally starting. I mean, Froyo is actually uh, pretty good. Uh, Gingerbread looks even better. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's Microsoft being slow into this market benefited Google much more than anybody else, I think. So uh, you want to talk about – you guys want to talk about news? Should I play the news music? What's in the news? Hold on. Play the news music. So what's – this seemed like the week of Google. Absolutely. Huge week for Google. What, 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 did, what did Google do this uh, week? Early this week. Actually, it might have been late last week. No, it was early this week. They announced uh, – Since last we spoke. Since last we podcasted. Uh, they confirmed and announced the Galaxy S smartphone. Android phone. This the, is Nexus the Nexus S, you mean? Yeah, Nexus S. This is the one that Galaxy there had been S. a lot of speculation yeah. around. Yeah. It seems like it's a Galaxy S, but just right. with a different screen. Curvy yes. screen. Curvy screen, uh, which is their big innovation. Um, and it runs Gingerbread, Android 2.3, which I think we all kind of uh, thought Gingerbread would be 3.0, um, the Android for tablets, but that's not the case. It is... Uh, so 3.0 is going to be – have they confirmed that Honeycomb is 3.0? I think they have confirmed that Honeycomb will be the tablet OS, Ooh. which means it's going to be a bigger jump and uh, a tab- more tablet compatible. Okay. So that will so logically what's, what's, be Okay. So start, start, what, what's, what's up with – Gingerbread is the fit and finish release of Android, right? It's where they're, they're polishing the user interface, making the experience better, focusing on performance. What else? Yep. Uh, let me pull down the feature list. I'm glad they're doing those things because I feel like the fit and finish is where Android is most lacking. The fit and finish is is the problem with Android. I mean, the if if Android was a more polished experience, if the media player was a little bit better, if you didn't have to root your phone in order to do basic function tasks, then yes, Android would be totally rad. Yep. Polish. Polish and some behind the scenes stuff um, for uh, for multimedia. I mean, one of the big things they're changing is that I think the keyboard is getting a, an upgrade uh, both for performance because the, the, the Android keyboard right now isn't bad. It's just uh, – it tends to lag. So, you, you know, you find yourself typing and then it will burst through 10 characters all at once that you've already typed in while it was, while it was kind of what paused. And something that only the Nexus S will have initially, um, because it's actually something that requires new hardware, is the NFC support, near, oh, the, the near, near field, field communication, so, using your phone. Um, is that you know, like RFID? Or are they just rebranding RFID? I RFID don't think it's, it's, kind it's, of it's negative not exactly RFID. But the point is that it's using your phone as uh, some type of identifier you know, for like credit card Touch? transactions. You think I could use that to get into the building? I, I hope so. If that's, that would be awesome. If that's a wide enough standard. Yeah, so um, – and it will be programmable. So you'll be able to associate with like your credit card account and stuff like that, right? Yep. Um, so th- yeah, that, that, that seems pretty cool. Um, I mean the, the Nexus S looks really nice. It looks like a Galaxy – it looks essentially like Galaxy S hardware uh, but with a different different screen. Same resolution, resolution OLED mm-hmm. screen but it's, it's a curved vertically across yeah, some the – some will be OLED. Some will be LCD um, but the curviness, which I'm not – I mean I haven't had hands-on with it yet but I'm, I'm not completely sold on that. I think I mean it depends on how sharp the curve is, right? It's not going to be that sharp, right? No, it can't can't be terribly sharp. But uh, I mean that's interesting. It seems like they're going to standardize button placement a little bit more. Um, well, let's see what else. Uh, I think that's probably it. It's yeah. T-Mobile. So if you have a phone right now, it is T-Mobile. That's the uh, next that's X. The... If you have an Android phone right now, um, not so certain that you will get a, a gingerbread update. Like Samsung phones, it's up in the air. Well, since they haven't gotten Froyo yet, I don't yeah. think anybody's. I mean, you know, let's let's be honest. Samsung has dropped the ball in a 
fucking huge way on on updates for Galaxy S phones, with, with the exception of the unlocked i9000 whatever model, the 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 straight Galaxy S. It's been a huge disappointment, and I, I regret. I, I'm glad that I gave that the Captivate a negative review. I wish I had flat out not recommended it because if I had bought a Captivate now, I would be fucking pissed. Yeah, LG phones will get gingerbread as well as other phones. Uh, um, HTC has usually been pretty good about updates for current generation phones at least. So I just expect like the Evo 4G and the Incredible. Um, Motorola is kind of the big question mark, right? Yeah, I mean, it's one. that's one of the better things about buying a, you know, a, a phone that Google – Google phone, like the, the Google Nexus phone, one. like Nexus, Nexus One, or the here in this case Nexus S. Uh, that phone will have all the stock OSs. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it almost makes me wonder at this point, since the other OEMs are so bad or, or inconsistent about supporting new OS updates. If you're serious about Android and want to get the updates as soon as you can, it seems like the Nexus S or the Nexus One, if you sign up for the developer program, is clearly the phone to buy. Well, if, if it's support, if your network supported, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't switch to T-Mobile for a Nexus S, but uh, and unfortunately, it seems like a Nexus S, even though it has more or less the right antennas, it seems like it misses the 850 megahertz spectrum needed for 3G on, on AT&T. AT&T. Yeah, so AT&T users beware; it will be an edge-only phone if you purchase it. So that was a big um, Android announcement from earlier this week. Uh, yesterday, or was, there, was ago, there any Honeycomb info that came out of D when Eric Schmidt was talking? I, I think no? um, Andy Rubin uh, at the or Andy um, Rubin, rather sorry the mobile. Uh, the D conference, whatever it was, into the mobile conference, um, did show off a, I believe it was Motorola tablet running. Uh, it looked pretty sexy. It looked like a seven inch tablet. Yeah, it looked, looked, looked pretty thin. I'm not sure exactly what the size was. Um, but again, that's all he said was that Honeycomb will be their, their tablet. And no timeline, phones. right? Nope. Not mm. at all. Interesting. Okay, so what about uh, – there was a lot of Chrome news this week as well. Yeah, two days ago, uh, they, Google finally showed off their Chrome notebook. I think they had – Said that you mean the fabled Chrome OS, the second well, mobile OS from and from uh, Google. Google it, it's not necessarily a mobile OS. It, it is a it. This is their. I guess it's mobile because it's for notebook, but it's to compete with uh, uh, Mac OS and Windows. So this was originally like a netbook play, right? Yeah, and but, that seems like that's changed. Would they imagine people using this on their desktop PCs? You can. I think uh, you can download Chromium OS right now and run it. Yes. Um, Usually in a virtual machine is the last time I did What's it. special about Chrome OS is that it's tied to specific hardware, and the hardware is a notebook. So it's a closed platform. Yeah. So they actually have hardware right now. They showed it off, and people have it in their hands. The notebook is called CR48, CR-48. And so from their demo. Catchy name. Yeah. Programmers. It's for developers yeah. only, right? Uh, well, they're, they're, it's for businesses, developers, and a select few uh, public. Okay. Um, in their test program, um, it boots up really fast. You just it's solid state only. Um, mm, I like that. It's basically it's a Chrome. I mean, if you've tried Chromium Chromium OS, you know what it is. It's the Chrome browser is your OS. So there's no file browser. There's no when, when nothing click, else. Yeah, when you click new tab, it is. A that's how you launch tab. new apps. Mm. Tabs are your apps. It's web apps. It's a cloud OS. There is some offline support. So uh, I think New York Times, for example, is an app that you can download. Uh, when you launch the app, it will download news feeds, and then you can read them offline. But this is a notebook that's meant to be used online. And so there is a 3G modem built in, all of them. It's okay. part of the spec. It's all a right. Verizon modem, right? A yeah. Qualcomm right, modem? Right now, they're, it's a, they have a deal with Verizon. So if you buy one of these notebooks, which they haven't announced price or release date yet, you will get two years of Verizon, 100 megabytes a month for free 
for two years. That's cool, but enough for email. a month isn't. Yeah, it's I don't email. know if I mean no. If you're doing all, if everything you do is pulling stuff off on online, it's yeah, not. yeah. If, if you're surfing the web and doing email, um, that's not going to be enough. that might not but not be enough. But is there, is there any local content at all? Like, how would you play music or movies or do anything? I like think that? you can store that stuff. Uh, but they're, I mean, they're banking on like streaming why, why do you need like to store music when you have Pandora? Or, I mean, you stream through to your server. You connect to your server or something I guess like you that. Have, again, you're, that 100 megabytes is going to be gone in a flash. Yeah. Well, but I, that doesn't count what you use when you're on Wi-Fi. So it's only when you're out and about. Oh, okay. It's still going to have Wi-Fi. Fair so enough. it's, um, it's uh, no contract and you can buy all a cart. You can pay, I think it's like 10 bucks for unlimited for a day or for two days or something. So basically like um, hotel prices. Yeah. So Or you can buy the monthly contract um, if you want. Um, mm. The notebook looks okay. It's not particularly well designed. It's just a plain black. It looks There's, really chunky for has, a modern has, notebook yeah, design. Chiclet keys. There's no caps mm. lock button, which is everyone's making a big deal out of that. Mm. They have a specific keyboard layout, right, for this OS. Yep. Yep. And uh, mm. no function keys. Um, obviously, no optical drive. Battery. They say battery life because it runs such an uh, optimized OS. Um, standby time is. Supposed to be incredible. Supposed to be many, many, many hours. Hmm. So, where, I mean, where's the where do they think the opportunity is here? Like, is, are well, they going after Windows or they're going after? I think they're still going after the note, the work notebook, and the netbook market. Yeah, I think this is kind of a because they can thing, not because right. they're like, oh, we've identified a market and we want to go into it. I think it's like, well, we have this idea for something kind of different and neat, and we're gonna and, and it's googly. They say one of the most uh, like the customers are most interested in buying are business customers. So for example, if you ha- if you are if you own a small business or a medium-sized business and you have a couple hundred employees, your IT department has to buy a ton of Dell notebooks for them to go on business trips for them and computers for them to work at the office. I mean just for our office, everyone has like a MacBook or or an iMac. Um, the it's going to be much cheaper than that. And because you're not buying more Office, you're just using you know Google Docs. Right? Yeah, but I, I'm not sure that we could. Use, I mean, if you do any kind of content creation at all, that they say, I mean, you can't their use big sell to photo edit. They, they, their big sell is using HTML5 and using other you know web languages, creating web apps. You can do whatever uh, desktop. Assuming your bandwidth is good enough. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's still locally stored. Um, you That's know, true. Code. Now, the companies who want to put this on their hardware, do they still have to license the OS from Google for a fee, or is it just being given? It's, no, it's I open mean, source. You, but you do. Buy, you have to buy from their partners, so you have to buy. I mean, you buy so a I, laptop, but, right? But my question is, the laptop could be cheaper because they, you don't, they don't have to factor yeah, in the cost yeah, of licensing true. the OS. Yes. Yeah. So Acer, uh, when if it, it may, Acer makes a you know sells a, a laptop for businesses, you know, like a rugged laptop with Chrome OS, you know, it's going to be cheaper than one that w- with Windows, right? Uh, but you don't get all the same services um, as like the Windows. I don't know what to think about this. It seems like a novelty. It seems it, it, seems, it seems like extremely novel. It's like, and what I don't like is that the form factor of a notebook. Like I could see myself using it if it was a MacBook Air size. If 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 all this hardware made it smaller and more portable. Well, I think ultimately, um, well, I think what we're seeing right now is this, this the equivalent of a dev kit. Do you have you? I mean, do you think? No, I don't think. I don't think it's happening. Do you think Google or its partners? Are inclined to make a MacBook Air competitor that's underpowered like this? Mm, maybe. I mean, I don't know why not. I mean, I don't know why why you couldn't make a a three sub three pound notebook with this OS. It seems like it's perfectly suited for it, yeah. and it'll be cheaper because you don't have to have a giant SSD. I mean, the the thing that makes the MacBook Air as expensive as it is well, is you that you it has have sixty four gigs SSD. of flash. Well, you don't have that much that much space. Um, it it would be a good a secondary notebook. Like I I don't think you would use it even for class. 
I mean, I can see cool. using it to take notes and stuff like that if you have Wi-Fi everywhere. I, I don't I, – the thing is I don't see you using it as like a uh, – it's not a desktop replacement. Is the You don't thing. see yourself editing movies and – There's do, no uh, way I'm editing movies on a, on a Heavy uh, Photoshop. Yeah, no. It seems like it's going to be – I mean, I, I haven't used – I used Picnic last probably two years ago. So I probably shouldn't say anything about how Picnic works. But, you know, it, it seems – it was an awkward experience. Editing photos online is an awkward experience, especially when you're dealing with a large raw photo that comes from a from a big SLR. Um, and I think, you know, I think underestimating the number of people who are actually doing real workloads on their on their computers, it, you know, this this the thing is, this whole thing reeks of network computing again. Remember that in night like 1997 when some came out and said, you know, the computer is the network, and everybody was talking about bringing back what were essentially dumb terminals with Windows or a, you know a Linux UI on top of them. Didn't work then because you know people underestimated the the how cheap processing was going to get on desktop and mobile, and I think the same thing's happening already. I mean, CULV laptops are six hundred dollars now, and I mean a CULV laptop is a pretty compelling, uh, pretty compelling laptop. I, I think that this is going to be like the early Linux netbooks where people bought it and and were kind of like, oh. Yeah, their their big okay. selling point is that it's once I it, can't do anything with it's this. Tied to Google, so it's tied to your Google account, all right. your contacts, all your documents, backed up in the cloud. It's fast for instant on and long battery life. Is there any reason to to think that this can just replicate the the success that Android has had? It's basically the same model, but for notebook computers, right? Here's a free OS. Uh, um, plenty of hardware companies will want to slap it on yeah. their machines, and it'll, it'll and it'll spread like I mean, a virus, it, like Android did. Well, but we've already done that once. I mean, when netbooks were a new thing, then people bought a bunch of Linux netbooks and they couldn't do the things that they wanted to do with them right. and they returned them. So, I mean, this is a little bit different. I, I mean, part of it depends on what kind of stuff shows up in that app store, honestly. And, and that's the other story. So yeah. along with the Chrome OS notebook, they launched the Chrome OS web uh, the Chrome, Chrome, web, Chrome store, web store, yeah. uh, which you can access now if you have Chrome. Um, you can and, Chrome 8, right? So yes, you have to have the and, beta channel. I mean – the apps there are, I think, are largely unimpressive. They're, uh, half of them well, most are, are like bookmarks. site bookmarks, <laughs> and half of them are just reskinned uh, you know, RSS feeds. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the the neat one, the one that everybody keeps showing is is the uh, New York Times app, which is essentially just like a reskinned view of the web page. It's it's neat. It's very HTML five y. It's representative of modern AJAX web design and all that stuff. I, I don't. I don't well, see it like, as the revolution that everybody right, else does, but I'm, I'm so. I mean, maybe it's because I'm so comfortable browsing a web page on in, in a browser, and while this is still in a browser, it feels like an iPhone app um, on my desktop. Um, well, it feels so like a not support. particularly good iPhone app. Yeah. Is the other side of it. it I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I need to spend more time with it, actually, use it some before I, I feel comfortable really, really judging what they're doing. But I, I feel like. Uh, I mean, I I don't feel like I need app stores to browse the web. I, I feel like I have enough app stores in my life as it is, and I'm not a huge fan of them as it is, as they are. So, I don't know. I mean, this this I like Chrome. I like Chrome browser. This a lot of this feels like kind of cruft added on top of a browser that I don't necessarily. I mean, one of the things that the thing I the reason I like Chrome is that it's very lightweight. It's very fast. It opens quickly. There's not a bunch of extra crap in it. Basically, I have the two plugins, the two extensions that I use, and it works. It works perfectly. Um, I, I don't know that adding a bunch of other apps on top of that is something I necessarily want. And I, I, I mean, I think the thing is, I think that the, the this Chrome OS notebook thing, the market for that is the people who don't have, who aren't buying iPads, who see an iPad, say, oh, you know, I kind of want an appliance computer, but I also don't want to spend five or six hundred dollars on the cheapest iPad that's available. 
So these things only have a market as long as iPads and tablets are more than five hundred dollars. You just never know with Google anymore as well. They throw so much stuff at the wall. You know, they're right. perfectly happy to you know, for stuff to fail. You know, well, yeah. we'll try the next thing. Google Buzz, uh on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's the, that's the good thing about Google. Is unless you're buying, unless the the places that being a good thing breaks down is when you actually start spending money on stuff. So it's like the Google TV. Is it a abysmal failure at version one? It's a terrible product. Nobody should buy it. It costs four hundred dollars or three hundred dollars, depending on which one you get. Even more if you buy the one that's the whole TV. Yeah, and if I bought that and it was well integrating the TV might actually work a little bit better. But but the point is, if I spent money on that, I would be pissed off at Google for selling me a shitty product. Yeah. And I mean, this is the same thing here. If this is a shitty product, people are going to be upset with them. It just damages their brand. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. I mean, it's okay if Gmail is a beta for ten years because it's free. Right. I'll I'll tolerate a lot of bullshit for free. As soon as I start having to spend real money, I'm going to be pissed if it doesn't work right. Yeah. Or if it doesn't do the things that I want, and and people will just return these things if they don't like what they do. So, I mean, that that's that's how that's going to end. Any more Google news, Norm? No, those are the big. That's, that's the big. The big I mean, you can apply um, for the beta program uh, for the CR48 right now. On, I think like uh, a million and a half website. people applied by yeah. Tuesday afternoon or something. It was a, it was a lot of people. So if you want to try it out, apply. Um, they're rolling these out, um, you know, over the next couple of months pretty quickly. Businesses first, then uh, then people who are who fit their demographic, you know, students and stuff. Um, speaking of the iPad, there are also rumors this week of when the iPad two could be could come out. We're going one hundred days. Oh my god! I was going to bring this up. Does anyone think we're really going to see a new iPad next? Absolutely. Month? No, no. Well, I think oh, January, production yes. will start in January, maybe early February, um, to ready get ready for an April, a March, April uh, release. So let this is when the rumors start. When did the old? When did the first one come out? The first one was announced January, January, when, and when, came March. out late March. Oh, okay. March so 23rd. it's coming. It is actually coming up. We are coming year up to the one year mark. So we had. A, it's uh, time. You know, we had a post about this on the site, and we had a discussion about what you would want to see on the iPad two. Reasonably, what you'd want to see on the iPad yeah. two. And um, since then, some other, you know, some some mock up cases have come up. I think um, from manufacturers. So we, you know, we might get a better hint of what's going to actually be on the iPad. So everyone says front-facing camera, which I think that makes the most sense. That makes that a lot of sense. has more value than a rear-facing yes, camera. Yes, actually. Absolutely, yes. because Apple is highly invested in FaceTime. Um, people, I don't, I think, is FaceTime even available yet on uh, Mac OS? Like, people can still, even use it. It's the beta yes. still. Yeah, yes. it's still the beta. Yeah. We've, right. we've, 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 we've yeah, Gary and I have FaceTime. Right. Gary's it's one of the five beta. people I have FaceTime So with. maybe this is when they'll take FaceTime out of beta. Um, again, it wasn't very integrated into, like, the iChat. It was, like, a separate app. Um, I think a front-facing. If I had to make one guess, a front-facing yeah. camera on the next iPad is the one I'd feel most yes, most, most confident because this is where Apple has the. I mean, if they don't do it now, they're a year behind. Basically, yeah. I want to see smaller. I want to see lighter, not as so, smaller. Okay, but, but let's lighter. go to rear camera. You rear think rear camera? Gone. Yes or no? Well, the, now your experience with the Galaxy Tab kind of poured cold water on the viability of. The rear cameras camera, on these types of devices. It's a bad experience. Well, no, see, here's the thing. With the Galaxy Tab, there was no tap to focus. And having a camera on a tablet, a rear, a rear camera on a tablet, I think is fine. You do look kind of like a fool, but you're framing your pictures it's, when it's, you're holding up the camera. So it's as if my iPad is a picture frame and I'm taking Apple, a picture Apple of you. Apple, oh, right? That's clear. And then I'm even, touching where I want to focus. They can design a little frame around it. Yeah, exactly. I, it's something I could So you're saying they can, totally, they can Instagram the photos before totally they go out the you're, you're, getting, you're getting a one-to-one representation uh, of what your picture will look like in the frame. In the picture frame. That's ridiculous. Right? That's clever. Plus, with the tap to focus, you use your thumbs, right? Yeah. Tap the focus yep. and then take the picture. 
Uh, no dedicated hover button. I mean, that's that's a coin flip. I don't think there's not going to be a dedicated camera I mean, button on an iOS yeah. device. They don't so, care. We're not going to see that. I, I could I, see a back camera. I don't think a back camera. It's a bad experience. You, you don't. You don't. You don't hold up something this big. The seven-inch tablet is laugh is funny when you do it. A ten-inch tablet is going to be ridiculous when you do it, and we all agree it's going to be a ten-inch tablet, right? Yes. And then the other thing is um, with the rear camera, though, is the opportunity for some interesting, uh, interesting of uh, uh, augmented reality apps. So that, I mean, you're that, holding that's the, the one exception yeah. into the world. You know, then you get the image recognition. Then you get the the interesting facts and stuff. You won't see it on an Apple device because of how much they they despise moving parts. But I did see a tablet, ultimately a Doom tablet, that had a camera that was just on a swivel, so it was front or rear, that's, depending on how that's you wanted to do that's, it. That's, no, that's I'm bad. saying you won't Never, see that on an Apple product. So Will said he wanted lighter and um, it has to be sub one pound. Lighter oh. and thinner would be great. I don't care about thinner. I don't I think we're going to get. I think thinner is. I think the thickness is actually really good right now. Yeah, I, I think we're going to be the exact same. Any thinner, physical size, it's going to be hard to but hold. The weight was the one big criticism against it initially. Mm-hmm. So it's, bringing the weight down would be terrific. The, the weight is the reason I use the Kindle instead of the iPad. So to bring the weight down, they either have to yeah. not use a glass for the front, which I don't. Oh, I, I think don't think they can do that. that. Yeah, they will have to, uh, maybe thinner glass. They could not use aluminum for the back. Yeah, so maybe not, not aluminum from the back. I don't back, think you're going to see a change in the fit and the finish of this thing. If they if they get, uh, I think you're wrong. I think that I think that we will see a significant design change. Like a plastic iPad. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if we man. see an iPhone four style iPad with a uh, plastic back instead of a glass back. Mm. No, no, you got to have the beveled edges though. Be- beveled edges is what makes the iPad. Yeah, easy, that's part easier of its character. Uh, it's possible. I mean, that's and that's what makes true. it look thin in all the pictures and all the ads, even though it's actually pretty thick because it kind of bulges out of the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, base. Yeah. Well, that's center. where the batteries are. I, I think I, the thing is, I think they have. I think they've realized that a, it's too heavy. Yep. I mean, I think we all agree that they want you want to be able to hold it with one hand comfortably. And the Galaxy Tab is point eight three pounds, so it is just a little on, the, on, good the, on the heavy end for one hand. I think that they. If they're gonna if they're gonna drop the weight, they need to find those economies inside the case and not yeah. not with it not outside. I mean that's that's the thing is I think that we'll also see a more efficient. Pro- I think we'll see a, a next generation processor in this device. Better battery life. They give you a better battery with a smaller battery. Um, no, I think I think we'll see a still see single core because it doesn't doesn't oh make sense man. for multiple cores in iOS. Would you rather Would you rather have a better battery and it weigh the same? Or the same battery and it be lighter. I'm perfectly fine with the battery life as it is. Very, I'd much rather have the, the same battery and be lighter. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So uh, Apple also filed a patent a while ago about um, maximizing the use of the bezel, some type of capacitive buttons or gestures on the bezel. That's a brand hearing. The uh, the uh, BlackBerry Playbook actually has that. Has has my uh, my point is made. So. I, I don't think it'll be in this next iPad. I don't think be- the bezel has to be non-touchy. I mean, the be- the reason this works, and or you can hold maybe not this necessarily the bezel. I you think it's to the, the corners. Bezel. So maybe using the corners as an activated, oh, like smart uh, corners, corners on I- smart on, corners on OS to uh, multitask or maybe. notifications or something. Because mm. that, that's not an area you grip as often maybe. as a side. Maybe. Um, and the one other thing that came out of uh, leaked case pictures today uh, is possibility of an SD card slot. I would that like would that. be a big, a, a big and improvement as far as I'm SD concerned. SD card slot would be great. I think there's a. I, I'm going to put some numbers on this. 75 percent chance of an SD card slot. 90 plus percent chance. I'm going to go 100 percent chance of, front of facing a front facing ca- camera. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Less than 50 percent chance of a rear camera. Yeah, those are my guesses. And and wait, you know, the only thing 100 percent chance lighter. It has to be lighter. 50 percent chance 
different, less than fifty percent chance of a different physical form. And if we're going, I, I say more than fifty percent chance of a different physical it. form. I think they've changed the iPhone after the first generation because they realize that once people once these get out in the wild and they see how people use them, they realize that uh, the way people use them is different than they expected, and and they have to accommodate that. The one thing that I, I know we're talking about realistic stuff here, but the one the dream thing that I want is the Retina quality display in that, that size. And we're not. It's not going to happen. I know, but, but maybe that, next year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. The the thing I think that we uh, I, I think an SD card slot would be a big improvement because then it becomes Very a, a more viable device. I well, then you don't. I mean, especially with the camera. Yeah. Right, right now you have to buy that stupid camera connection kit. Right. And right. an SD card slot makes sense because like MacBooks have it, MacBook Pros have it. Um, and a lot of people like who are giving the iPad to like the grandparents, that's all they want. They want to use it as a picture. My, frame. my parents, my dad is essentially using this right. as his only computer aside from the one at work now. And syncing photos is the only reason you need to plug it into a computer right now. And that's well, so it's that, a terrible. That experience. brings up something I was going to say. The the next generation iPad has to be an untethered device. If you're if the first thing you do when you turn it on is sync it with a computer, then they've they, then Apple has failed. I, I agree with you, but you're not going to see that. The next iPad will will have a dock connector, just like all the other Apple devices do. Oh, oh no, I think it'll have a dock connector, but I think it needs to but be you think a standalone. Have, you think iTunes will be updated so you can do AirSync? I I no, definitely I want wireless syncing. But. N- no, you're missing the point. The point is. If you are buying this and it's going to someone who it's their only computer, it needs to not the you know the first thing that happens when you buy a new iPad is you have to sync it with a Mac or a PC. Oh, it should just be a, just it just it needs to be box. a standalone oh, that's, that's, device. That's a simple like switch that well, can, in the software. In theory, but is that and all know. that is is tying it to an account. That's yeah, the only you reason should, you're you should, doing there it. should be, when it comes on instead of that plug into iTunes, you say, "Do you have an iTunes account right. or do you want to set one up?" And right. That's yeah. it. Right, exactly. Oh, that's that's an easy switch. Yeah. Well, I agree. You should not have to, to happen. Should not need easy switch. And AirSync is a, is I, I think we've the seeds have been sown for AirSync since home sharing was turned on and with yep. AirTunes and all the other stuff that's happening yep. now. I'll be glad to see all these AirPlay, things. whatever it's called. Yeah. So possibly a Steve note uh, as early as January. when? January. 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 All right. Is my guess. Um, yes. After CES, what's his big push going to be? Thinner, lighter, lighter? You think? If you know, because it always has to be something better than the old one. If it's the same screen, which I think we all agree it probably is going to be. Uh, it has to be thinner. I'm looking forward lighter. to the whole valedictory recap of the market that he's going to yeah, do. The market that he built single-handedly. Yeah, and how there's still no competitor in the market a year later. I mean, if you look at this, this is the, the success of Apple over the last four years is really the biggest condemnation of, of Microsoft ever. Because, you know, the smartphone market was a tiny pittance. I mean, it was a substantial market. Okay, that's that tiny pittance is unfair, but... Apple came into the smartphone market and delivered smartphones to consumers. Yeah, they made it for the first time. Microsoft had been making Windows Mobile smartphones for for five years at that point. Yeah, Uh, Microsoft Apple came into the tablet market and moved forty million units or whatever it is that they've sold in the first year. Uh, And Microsoft had been in that market since two thousand one and had flailed at seventeen hundred dollars. So, I mean. The one big criticism I would give the iPad, and it's one of those things, you know, when right before the iPad came out, I remember watching that live stream that was on, I think it was on Twit, um, where the Andy, what's his name from the yeah. Chicago Sometimes, he had he had the iPad. Andy Inok. Yeah, uh, Inoko, whatever. Inoku, yeah. yeah. He, he was saying how the iPad is the most stable computer you ever use, um, that he ever used. And from well, owning one for almost he, a year. He's, he's a. The, the, the reason yeah. I do not use iPad for productivity or for a long period of time is because. I, I know apps are going to crash. It doesn't blue screen and it doesn't They just freeze. close for no reason. They just close. Yeah. Right. And that is the one thing I can't stand about iOS. The, the thing after using Windows Phone 7 for me, and even though Windows Phone 7 doesn't do a good job with the ambient data stuff, which I know I've harped on a lot, 
there's a lot of screen being used there, and this whole app-centric metaphor is is broken for productivity and for people who use these. You, I, I just – it's just not the way – why is there not a – I mean there's a camera shortcut button in iOS, but why, why can't I – why is there no button for send an email on the home screen? Why do I have to tap into the email app and then tap the plus button? And then, you know, you, you the, these things need to be more, the, the interface needs to be more centered around the way people use these devices than around, oh, hey, here are a bunch of apps. And I, I mean, I think that, that that's the big challenge for Apple in the next yeah, year. Yeah. And, you know, they're learning this stuff all the time. It's a new language, you know, it's a new way of interacting with devices and, uh, you know, each iteration, presumably. They yeah, but get a little the, bit I mean, that. the Lion demos that they showed it at uh, uh, at that last press conference at the at the iOS four point one press conference or four point two press conference, I guess, uh, were doubling down on the app metaphor. I mean, they're fucking putting an app drawer into the what the the ghetto that used to be the dashboard. It seems like it's going to yeah. become an app drawer now. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems seems like they're really. Saying, "Hey, we think that this app, this app thing, people like that, just because people have bought a shitload of iPhones." I think that you got to, you have to separate the causation from the, from the, from the. Uh, just because people have bought a lot of iPhones doesn't necessarily mean they like the app metaphor. It means that they like the iPhone. But I, I like apps. Yeah, but but would you rather? Do you like apps? I mean, I feel like the apps get in the way of what you actually want to do a lot of the time. Anyway, different, I think, different conversation. I think yeah. iOS as a tablet OS is bootstrapped. The iOS, you know, they they built for iPhone, and I I think it could have been designed differently. I mean, right, it's the same problem with Android now, and that's the chance with Honeycomb. If Apple doesn't change iOS, like really to separate iPad and, and iPhone OS, um, whether it's the home screen stuff or you know, or sending emails or notifications or whatever, I think Honeycomb is where Android could take a lead. Perhaps so. It's still it's still amazing to me. I think we've said this before, but I feel like it becomes more amazing every week, especially now that we've kind of officially denounced the, the Galaxy tab. That I don't know if there's ever been a market like this before where we're, we're a year into it now. It's the hottest market in technology, and there isn't a single viable competitor out there. That Apple completely Color owns this market. What do you mean? When when color TVs first came PVR out. kind of was like that. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, there were two was competitors there a in PVR. That innovated well, it was TiVo, TiVo and Replay TV. Were, yeah. were oh neck god, and neck I remember Replay other. TV. Yeah. And then Replay TV <laughs> ran out of money and disappeared and got yeah. bought by somebody. And yeah. TiVo, uh, you know, kind of became the then patent holder on all that technology. Yeah. I mean, like when Apple brought out the iPod, there were already were some MP3 players out there, and they ultimately, you know, won well, there were a market. lot. I mean, yeah. It, that, that, yeah, that, that was an established – it was a it was a nascent but not established market. Apple in, took that product mainstream just right. like they did with the smartphone, and, just like they've done with the tablet. But with the iPad, it was something else. They created the, mm, they created the segment. The, the tablets had been around, but it was a different – by nothing, coming in at that price point. Nothing that people would really well, but to use. You could say smartphones are the same thing. People in business use Blackberries, but no – for a, as a consumer product, as something that you would buy for your mom or dad. Right. My father was never going to buy a Windows mobile smartphone. He was never going to buy a Blackberry. Right. He, he immediately wanted – an iPhone when I showed him mine. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, that that's the thing that Apple does. Apple takes existing markets and makes them consumer friendly. Yeah. Do we want to talk about uh, tracking cookies and IE nine and all that stuff, or is that yeah, uh, kind I of think boring? It's, it's kind of boring. Okay. So any more news? Anybody? You want to do the MPD numbers that just came out? Yeah. Let's talk, talk about, about games. Xbox. Yeah. Okay. Xbox, Xbox is kicking ass. Huh? Literally live as we were doing the the podcast, some NPD numbers arrived, and uh, Xbox is doing. Incredible. Do you get the real NPD numbers, or are you just? I don't know the... what I'm getting here. I'm just getting various tweets and okay. message boards are reporting the numbers. They're consistent across, so I presume they're they're accurate. 
Um, but of the three big players, Xbox. Now, I predict. I, I want to say I predicted this a few months ago. I said Xbox 360 will be the top selling console over the holiday period, and obviously we'll need to see the December numbers as well to know. But the November. This numbers, is for no, okay, November. Xbox 360, 1.37 million sold. Units sold. Wow, that's a lot of consoles. In that's one up 68 percent. So what? What's the total number on 360 now? Probably around 40 million, 50 I don't know million what the installed bases. I don't know. That would be good to know. We'll ask, we'll ask the, the bomb guys. How it's many of those know. people, I mean, how, how, out of how many 40 million or whatever Xbox sold, are people buying it twice? Because I know I bought two Xboxes. I bought yeah, two. Or three times, or three. either because they yeah. want an extra one or because it, one ROD'd on them. You know, well, when it, was, when it was the Netflix streaming box, I had two because I had one on the TV and one in my office. Right. I could play games while I, I was watching four movies. Xboxes. You're, you're out of control. It's ridiculous. You have two people in your house. I, well, you consolidate houses, though, when, you, when you're. Yeah, that's you the thing is that we brought, we brought things together. Quite. Yeah. Close behind it, we 1.27 million. We I, I mean, I can see that. There. I mean, people. Uh, the thing is, those are it's all first cheaper. Those are all first family sales. I haven't heard anybody have it. We die. That's true. Yeah. We uh, stagnant though, zero point eight percent down. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing period. is, the thing is though, the Wii. I think the Wii is a five year console. The Xbox and the PS3 are supposed to be ten year consoles. And I mean, I think the Wii is at the five year mark now, right? So we're at the a end lot of, of people that, are speculating that. That, that Nintendo will probably be the first. I would be the stunned next, if the there's console. not something new. Maybe not this next E3, but definitely by the E3 after. Yeah, I think or we're going to see some kind. We'll finally see that Wii HD Tokyo Game Show next September. Perhaps so. They yeah. need to do something. Well, I mean, look at these numbers. Maybe they don't, but um, that's true too. And then the worst news, seemingly for Sony, five hundred. Now remember, Xbox sold one point three seven million. PlayStation 3 in the same period sold 530,000 and is down 25%. Wow. Yeah, so, so is the that week, a bad sign for Blu-ray the too? weakest seller of all three well, no, and the he, only one to show significant lack so, of growth. So here's the thing that's happened to Sony, and, and this is my guess, not any kind of scientific fact. Blu-ray players got cheap last year. You can buy a $50 Blu-ray player right now. It's pretty good. Right. So the idea of spending so no has to buy on a PlayStation yeah. 3. But everyone knows that the PlayStation 3 is the best Blu-ray player. Well, not, not anymore. Not everybody knows that. The thing is, it's not anymore. It was this time last year, but but now there are standalone Blu-ray players that are every bit as capable as the PS3. And at $50, you can afford to just chuck it when it when it Well, not really. You if want. You want, no, that's, hold on. If you want a Blu-ray player to be every bit as capable as a, as a well, player, that's true. You're you want a 3D, you want, bucks. You want a 3D player, yes. which is not going to be $100 or $150. I don't know. Not, not for a good one. It's a market that I don't care about at all as a as a. So, consumer. I mean, the 3D thing is a whole other thing. But, yeah, you're right. It is now cheap enough. It was a time. When an entry-level Blu-ray player costs the same as a PlayStation 3. Right. So you may as well get a PlayStation 3. You're a fool to not buy a PS3. That's no longer the case. You can get a perfectly capable PS3 uh, Blu-ray, Blu-ray for 100 bucks. Right. And the other thing is they have shit for titles this year. Little Big Planet slipped. GT5 is a stinker. Well, I don't know about a stinker, but it's certainly un- underwhelmed It's not people. reviewing well. People are not... Re- and according to NPD, Need for Speed, was, not a, was not a huge seller either. Right. I mean, it's 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 crazy late at this point. It's a, it's a, a technical achievement. That it is, seems like that is their that was their great white champion for this. I think that's a racist thing to say. I always say that too, and I think what, somebody white called hope? me on Great White Hope being about uh, it's a boxing term. Yeah, but I think it's a boxing term about a white guy and a black guy fighting. Well, yeah, but okay. is that inherently racist? Well, because it was the hope of the white people who wanted the the last white guy to win in a boxing match. Well, I think it was. I think it was because it, we, it, it was when we began to enter the era where black heavyweights were dominating boxing, and there weren't well, any right. white, there weren't any white contenders anymore. Yes. I thought it was a Canada thing when I always used to say it for uh, what it's worth. Okay, Great White North, like Great, Great White, white North. North? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I say Last um, Great Hope. But yeah. so GT Five has has fizzled. It seems. 
Yeah. Well, um, it's only been out. The reviews were not kind. The reviews were unkind to you. The reviews were not great. They, well, they, I mean, they were generally pretty good. They just weren't. It, it, it wasn't the the revolution that people well, wanted after five years I, of development. And I mean, the thing is, Metal Gear as a franchise is kind of done because Kojima's not doing any more Metal Gear games. Yeah, right? there's no Kill Zone. Uncharted right. Three is not going to be right. now. No until, SOCOM this year. No SOCOM. So uh, you know what? What's their big? Se- yeah. G- well, GC Five is that if you you've only got to look at the one that the big bundles built around. GT Five is the is the big Sony to, franchise. Are not excited it's the, it's about their Halo. They're not excited about it. Well, I mean, it, well it, it, in every sense except Halo actually sells copies. Well, and the, well, another thing is, I mean, Microsoft is going to be facing this situation too because Halo from Bungie is done. I mean, we're we're going to see Gears of War next year. So three four three could you know let, let's give them a chance. They, they apparently, they did a nice job with the Noble Pack. So right. I mean, that's promising. But I, I mean, I feel like with with the Master Chief story done. A lot of people are probably feeling like, okay, I, I've got the all the Halo, Halo I need. Reach. Yeah, what, what are we going to do? I mean, I feel like I, don't reach, know, I wouldn't write Halo off just yet. I, I'm not. I'm not. I usually not. don't write franchises off right after they reach their highest point. That's ever. well, but I mean, from there, where do you have to go? From further up, you could have said the same well, thing after true. Halo Three, and and, and you up. know who the hell? Who the hell? I thought Cod, Cod Blobs was a not particularly good game, and it sold. Fuckloads of copies. Yeah. Well, I don't think that whether or not it was good. I don't think there was ever a question it was going to sell a fuckload of copies. Well, the question is what happens to the next one? But the point is that GT5 yes. w- disappointed in every way. Uh, move, nobody seems to care. The, 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 I see, you could argue I see the same piles. about Connect, even though it's. There's a, Pactor said that Move is selling the same number of units as Connected. Well, all I know, anecdotally, what I'm seeing is I, I've been looking for Connect for the last couple of weeks. I've been, I must have been in six stores earlier this but week. But Connect just day. came out. Connect, Connect is, is new. Everywhere. Move is three Move months old. Move bundles are, are piling up uh, like enough. the fucking Pyrenees. It's crazy. Okay. Like the dogs? No. Like a big like stack mount, of dogs? No, no, like, no it's Pekingese. <laughs> well, there's Pyrenees the Pyrenees dogs. are mountains. There's Pyrenees mountains. I don't, I don't think dogs? there are Pyrenees dogs. I'm pretty sure there is. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the mountains, not the dogs that are based on the mountains. <laughs> you think the dogs are named after the mountains? How do you know the names of the mountains aren't named after What if the mountains are named after the dogs? What if the mountains look like the I'm dogs? I'm pretty sure the mountains came before the dogs. Mm. There's not much. I think than we need mountains. to get it. Uh, save it for the outtakes, winner. Okay. So, um, so this comes back. You know, you you you've been predicting doom and gloom for a while. You think Sony could just get out of this market? I think Sony is in a phenomenally bad shape. They have they have two things that they make money on: TVs and consoles. So if they're not making out? money on consoles, how does that company continue to to survive? But if they're making money on it, why? If you're saying that's one of the two, if I, if I, if my I, question if two is: two things in my business make money. Why would I get out? One well, of them? how much how much money do the other parts lose? Well, I, I, who knows? I don't know. But but PlayStation, if, Sony, if PlayStation Three is profitable, why? I don't think why, they, I don't think they're going to get out. I wonder if Sony is going to continue to exist as an entity. I think the growth numbers are very, very telling. I think if you look at these Xbox 360 numbers, they show phenomenal growth, 68% up, and right. PlayStation 3, 25% down. Those are two huge shifts. Like I said, this, this is the one year that PlayStation, or Xbox got a redesign, though. Yes. So, but Sony got a redesign last year. I know, last but how year. many people really went and tossed out their perfectly good Xbox just to buy After the, the shiny version? the ring debacle? I did. Because I wanted something quiet for the I did as well. Actually, there's two out of yeah, three. There's I did good, as well. A good three out of three. Three, three, three out of three. We're, we're giant nerds, though. And we also make poor decisions. Well, I think also the Connect, is, the Connect bundle is driving a lot of these sales. You've got to remember, a lot of these Xboxes are probably those those four gig or 250 gig Yeah, Connect so it's bundles. a second Xbox with a four gig cause, just because they couldn't get the, the Connect separate and the kids wanted to connect. Right. Um, the, the, so the telling thing for Sony, the, the other thing Sony fucked up on is Microsoft made their refreshed console a significant improvement. And Sony has consistently made the 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 redesigned consoles worse. Well, no, hold so, on. To be fair, Sony the, the the redesigned PlayStation Three is a is an improvement on the original, and it was a huge, well the play when the except, slim came out. That's actually when the sales finally started to turn except around. Except it was cheaper, 
But yes. it didn't have the backwards compatibility that was a, <laughs> a key reason I bought a Metal Gear Solid 4 I think, PS3. Yep, I think most people don't care about that. That's probably true. But it also has two fucking USB ports when they have one – A, you have to plug those things into USB ports to charge the controllers. That's true. I mean, that's asinine. That's true. And if you're using move shit, then you have at least five devices that are wireless that are wireless that need to charge, or in the case of the camera, need to be plugged in all the time. Yeah. So in that regard, one one USB port in the back wouldn't have killed them. I would much rather have my busted ass old giant shiny Metal Gear Solid Three PS3 than one of the new. Slims, just because a I actually do use the backwards compatibility because the yeah. Ico Shadows of the Closet bundle hasn't come out yet. Yeah, and b two USB ports is it, it costs nothing to add USB ports. I didn't even notice this, but when I was rehook rehooking up on my AV components the other day, yeah, I looked around the back of my Xbox 360 Slim, and there's three USB ports. Yeah, in there. I was like, holy shit! That's well, very one generous. of them, one of them's for the Connect. Right, but if no, no, the three regular ones and and the connect oh, there's port. three. I thought there were only two there's regular three. ones in the connect. Port. I believe there's three. Oh, that's and nice. And there's two in front, so you get right. five. You have a shitload oh, of USB that's ports. Perfect for rock band. Yeah, I, the backwards compatibility though, and not that many USB ports to me. That that those are not reasons why the PS3 are not selling. People well, the reason the PS3 is not selling is because it's still too expensive. Buy something else. It's still too expensive, and they were late. I think they need to get the price down. And their multiplayer stuff isn't particularly good. Yeah, the first party stuff isn't as good. The, right. the PlayStation Network is nowhere as good as Xbox Live. Right. Even though, you, I mean, admittedly, free is a bonus, <laughs> but I'm not going to pay. I'm happy paying 50 or 60 bucks a year for Xbox Live because it gives me something that I want. You get what you pay for, and you can choose to either pay 40 or 50 bucks a year for an excellent service or pay nothing for a mediocre service. Right. And that's a choice you can make. Yeah. But would it be a mediocre service if there were three times as many players? That, I mean, that's the big problem is that all the people I play games with online are on Xbox. But that's the problem. It's they, a they led thing. The people year. aren't yeah. choosing the service because it's not very good and the service is not well, very no, good people because are, people, people aren't are, choosing it. People are choosing the service because that's where their friends are. It's a chicken and egg thing. Right. right. Well, and uh, the, the achievement hook on Xbox has been around for a lot longer. Yeah, they added the trophies, but they don't feel like real achievements. I get an achievement and I go, woo, <laughs> I get a trophy and I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> neither are real achievements. No, either. neither no, are they are real. <laughs> but, but the thing is on the Xbox, my number gets bigger. That's and thing. on the PS3, it does not. There's on no Steam, gamer it score. doesn't. Wow. There's yeah. no overall gamer score. If gamer yeah. score was the smart, no. was a brilliant. You can go into PlayStation Microsoft Home if that's still a thing and look at your trophy shelf. It's, it's a, in a fact, thing. I don't even know if that still exists. <laughs> Tells you something. Well, and you know, the other thing is the other thing that Sony is fucked up on pretty consistently is the experience. It's like the it's like the Google TV remote, right? The the options menu in Sony on the on the PlayStation Three is epic, right? You get in there, there's all these fiddly things. When you need to up download an update, it takes a half hour. Yeah. And then it has to install. Right. Microsoft said, hey, you, your updates have to be five megabytes, which is ridiculous, right? Because everybody has broadband. It's a broadband connected console. But the update process is seamless. So they right. gave them a process that lets them do diffs on the stuff so they don't have to re-download a bunch of giant files. When I bought Gran Turismo 5, and anyone yeah. who's bought the game will know this, yeah. if you want to do a full install of the game, which you need to do if yeah. you don't want to have absolutely just yeah, interminable I, I watched Jeff's time. quick look. It was like a 15-minute load time. It says, tw- it says 20 minutes to install. It yeah. actually takes closer to an hour. Oh, nice. It's, and, then, and, and you also have to install an update. Yeah. And it's agonizing. PC yeah. gaming. Yeah. It is like PC gaming. At that point, it, you're, it's worse than PC gaming because when I install it from <laughs> Steam, it takes 40 minutes to download. I don't have to install a fucking update. And you can do other things on your machine yeah, at the same time. Exactly. It's like a brick during that period. Yeah, that, that's the no background downloading is the thing that frustrates me. And why does it, why is the download and then the install process separate? So you download a game from PSN and you download it. It takes forever, but that will happen in the background. But then as soon as you want to install it, 
what, why doesn't the install happen in the back? I, I, the whole thing is just, it's just not designed. Whoever sat, sat, nobody sat down in front of that and said, Hey, why isn't this easier to use? I got to tell you, when you take stock, it is looking pretty grim for, I went back and forth. You know, I went from, I would just, anytime someone said to me, I want to get a console, I'd just say Xbox 360. That's all yeah. you need to know. And then uh, after PlayStation 3 for a while, I would say the same thing. I, I didn't care about PlayStation 3. But then as Blu-ray, if people are interested in Blu-ray, yeah, Blu-ray is a compelling sell. Now, honestly, I would say rather than spend 299 on a PlayStation 3, get the get the Xbox and buy a cheap Blu-ray player and you're all and you spend the same money and the, you're all good. The thing the thing is though the Xbox is at this point pretty underpowered. I mean the PL PlayStation has that that hardware edge is really starting to show um, it doesn't show on multi-platform games if because that's the, if that's the case, why does the P, why is the PC version of of Blops inferior to the Xbox 360 version? Because we're pl- the PC version of Blops is the Xbox 360 version, right? So I mean, the, the 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 raw power under the hood is irrelevant if people aren't using it. If people aren't did, like the dedicated well, pe- the dedicated PlayStation 3 games like Uncharted or whatever look fantastic. Yeah, they look great. But, the Heavy Rain looks but, awesome. But they alone cannot be the reason to buy this system. Well, the the dedicated games are the reason you buy one system over the other. Or the multiplayer. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, Sony's fucked this up. They have one more chance, basically, is what I'm thinking. If that, if the company lasts. I think it'll be interesting if they can get a price drop in there, drop it to maybe 249 or something. I if think they should it have done needs that to be before. 199, is what it needs well, to I don't be. Think you're, I don't think they're going to get there anytime soon. I would like to see 249 before the holidays would have been nice. The thing is, they squandered the Blu ray advantage by, by because there's cheap Blu ray players now. So that that's no longer a That was a good advantage for them for a while. And it's still nice to have an all in one machine. I have no interest in, in, in owning a, a, a discrete. Blu-ray player, player because no. it's just great to have it on the on the PlayStation. No. So that does it for this week's episode of This Is Only a Test uh, for Gary Witt and Norman Chan and myself, Will Smith. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Leave comments, ask questions, all sorts of stuff. If you have email, email us at podcastattested.com. Uh, yeah, that, that does it, I guess, for us this week and stuff. Hi there. I didn't see you. Tested. Hey Gary, have you checked out Screen.com's new Netflix feature? Oh, um, no, I've heard about it though. What? Dude, it's really cool. T- tell me about it. You like achievements, right? Yeah, I like, yeah. This turns watching Netflix into achievements. How does that work? Yeah. So Screen.com, which is our sister site. Um, we talk site. about movies and TV. Movies and TV, you know, your business. Um, Hollywood. My backyard. Texas they, tea. We just launched yesterday. It's a Netflix integration. You tie in your Netflix account. So if you are on the browser that you usually use for Netflix streaming, whether it's Chrome or Firefox. Well, um, mostly I do most of my streaming through my set-top boxes. Well, now, you, know, you can log into Netflix on, on your on your. When you, when you log into Netflix is what Norm's saying. Right. Okay. You log into Netflix. On that browser, you're also logged into Whiskey Media. You sync it up once, authorize it so – um, so screen can get access to your Netflix data. All right. And every night it will pull all, pull your, your viewing uh, history, your viewing like history, what's in your queue your updates okay. and give you stats about your Netflix viewing. Habits. Now, does this mean that other people can see what I'm watching? Cause yes. I don't approve of that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to add a feature that lets you turn that off. Yeah. Shortly. You got to turn yes. that off. But right now, as so you can see, what are you watching Gary? Kama Sutra? Well, no, you, I watched, what did I watch, um, the other day that was quite embarrassing. Kama oh, I, Sutra? Watched, I watched one of the left behind movies oh, and I, pref- I would prefer to keep that <laughs> private. <laughs> oh, well, so I'm glad you just mentioned it, looked, it, it on it looked, TV. It looked good. It had explosions and it had Lou Gossett Jr. playing the president. I like Lou Gossett. I mean, it looked. He's it, played the president it, a lot. I was curious. It looked like it could be good. Hold on, do we go straight into outtakes? Yeah, we are in outtakes right now. Hold on. We well, haven't played the we music yet. Hold on. Play oh, the music. Well, why are you wasting all this oh gold material? God. Internet gold. He's, he's got to cut this in. 
No, I'm not fucking cutting anything in. That takes forever. So does that do all that stuff? You is that not you? No, we're gonna put it in. It's, it's gonna go straight no, it's, through. It's, it's, it's gonna go no straight through. No edits. No edits. Okay, so it gives you achievements. It gives you achievements. So, for example, it'll tell you how many discs you've rented, how many movies you've watched since it, you started Netflix. For people like me that rent discs and then never actually return them, so it's, it's just, going to tell you that I've paid one hundred and seventy-five dollars for that copy. Yeah, of it tells you hot right, fuzz. It's right, what your average rental cost is. See, that reminds me. I got to send those movies back and get off the disc plan. I don't need it anymore. I've decided um, I'm not even having the one Blu-ray. Yeah, there's no reason. No yeah. reason anymore. Because if you wanted enough to watch it on Blu-ray, you're going to buy it. Everything else exactly. can stream. Exactly. And, and it tells you your completion rate for movies. So, or Apple TV. You know, if, whether you actually watch all the content you stream completely or just Yeah, because a lot of stuff I get bored and turn it off. Um, it tells you, you know, the actors that you've watched the most on Netflix streaming, uh, the directors you've watched the most. You, know, you can add new stuff to your queue from screen. I watched, of, oh, I watched the National Geographic uh, documentary about the Aryan Brotherhoods in oh, prison. Man. Wow. And see, people could see that I'm watching that and get the wrong idea. <laughs> I don't want people to draw the wrong conclusions. What was the name of that documentary? It was called Aryan Inside the Aryan Brotherhood. Na- wow. a na- a so it's like Geographic Oz, special. but real life. Basically. Yeah. Did you see that Netflix has a whole shitload of new content up this week? Do they? They got a TV deal yesterday, so they have all the ABC Disney stuff, which I thought would never, ever happen because That's of the great. ABC Apple relationship. Well, I read a story today, though, that is kind of the, the, the opposite which is that they are going to struggle because Netflix has been getting by with all this great content because of this sub-licensing deal they have with stars. And when yes. that runs out at the end, it runs out in 2012, all those deals have to be renegotiated and they don't get the great rates anymore. So that could I think big changes. I think at that point, um, I think Netflix has at this point gotten so big. That, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're like Comcast. You have to deal with them. Do you realize that, that their stock is worth nine times what it was two years ago? Oh, yeah. And – and they are 20% of all traffic at peak peak hours. I seem to remember thinking two years ago, man, Netflix, if I'd have gotten this at the beginning, it'd be a big deal now. I didn't realize they actually I didn't still realize had most, it was a public, of, most of the growth still to go. I didn't realize it was a stock. I no, didn't you could have bought that stock two years ago. And for like you'd be, $14. You'd, you'd be yeah. rich now. Yeah. Rich, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a 65-inch TV. Yeah. You could. You wouldn't be slumming it with 58 inches. They have a real TV. Yeah. So the other things, uh, film rankings port from Netflix to screen. So you like okay. it, it screened, it will instantly know what you like or the other way around as well. What, what I like is that, you know, if I watch a movie, I'm not, I usually sorry, IMDb the movie afterwards. Yeah. Now I'm just on screen. That's good. It shows, you know, the five last movies I watched on Netflix. Right. I can get directly to the profiles and I get all the interesting data. There. You can tell how many minutes of instant you've watched. So you can well, see that you're getting your $8 Why worth. would I care about this unless I'm like anal about statistics? It's like obsessive Because it ranks you within the, yeah. the screen community. Yeah. Oh, you get, so as a person who's like watched the most movies. Yeah. As somebody who works in your industry, you can say, look, I, I'm the hardest core about watching t- shit on Netflix. Send me a message when they've, uh, they've when taken they, out the names of what I'm watching it. and I'll sign right up. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I want to be able to watch the, my little pony movie <laughs> without hearing Filthy, hear filthy man, Gary Weta. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that we rolled out yesterday or earlier this week is theater mode for like Google TV users, all two of you poor bastards, and Boxy Box users. So you can go to uh, whatever our site is, any of the whiskey sites work. So screen.com, tested.com, giantbomb.com, slash videos, slash theater. And it gives you like the YouTube lean back experience my if you're a member is, and you're logged in. How can I do that? I'm a member. Yes. And I've got all these boxes under my TV. I don't I think can't any of the watch boxes any of, you have will do that. I know. Why, well, get on it. Well, we can't. We I can't make Apple carry our shit. Can you not? No. Why don't you just do it as like they don't a video? Have an open API. Do it as a video podcast, and then it's available. Well, we we do have that. Oh, you do? Yeah. 
Okay. They, they, those are hidden. But if I want to beta. If I want to say the happy hour. Yeah. On my 65 inch TV. Happy hour is the exception because it's on Justin TV and not on the oh, website. Okay. Um, but yeah, everything else will come on in a, in a feed. Okay. Like I can give you a giant bomb slash tested feed. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, that was in a forum post that Dave posted on Giant Bomb a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. I think. But the theater mode, I think, is super cool if you have like a boxy box. Or yeah, like that. that's great. Okay. That's this is a terrible fake outtakes this week. Yeah, they're actually useful. Yeah, and interesting. You want to two things? Let's that make up some stuff. Never should be. Yeah, Gina's reading that Keith Keith Richards biography right now. Oh yeah, I heard he takes a lot of shots at Mick Jagger in that. I think so. And apparently, he's functionally illiterate. She said it took a while to understand me. what he's saying. There's a, I saw an Amazon, a list of a book today on Amazon that sounded quite interesting. It was a it's a book that Secret Life of Bees. No, it goes behind the scenes of uh, customer service. It's supposed to be a very good, oh, very no. good look into the world of customer service. It's call centers. Oh. Yeah, it talks to call center people. It talks to customers. It talks to CEOs. It's like it said you'll you'll have a whole different view of. Oh, of I didn't tell my Nook color service. story. I will tell it now. Okay, so I went to I went to buy uh, <laughs> the new William Gibson book on the Nook color the other day. Yeah, and I had forgotten that one of my credit cards was identity thefted a few weeks ago, and I had to cancel it or whatever. So uh, basically, I had a new credit card number, and the credit card number that Barnes and Noble had on file was no longer valid. So I pressed the button to buy the book, and it acted like it was buying, and it acted like it was downloading, and then it stopped, and nothing happened. So I went to the opened the computer, which this is at you, this you're point, buying a physical book. No, no, no. Oh, you're buying an, a, on Nook, the Nook a Nook color book. Okay. Yeah, an yeah, ebook to use specifically on the Nook Color to okay. test the device. Okay. So at this point, I pick up the laptop, which is already a fail as far as I'm concerned when you're trying to make a purchase on the device. Right. It should be all in the device. All in the device. I go to the account. It says, oh, this account, you need to call an 800 number. I'm like, really? Yeah, I have to fucking call an 800 number. So I call the 800 number and they say, oh, okay. It looks like uh, your card's been declined. Instead of just canceling the thing and taking that book out of my like digital library as if I had never bought it, uh, it seems like they give you the book before the transaction's processed. And if the transaction fails, they just deny you access to the book. But since it's already in your shelf in your library, you can't buy it again. So they won't let you buy it a second time, which I guess is a good thing because you don't want to rebuy books you've already bought. Right. But since the book was in this limbo – You've bought it, but you don't own it. I don't own it, and yeah. I was fucked. I couldn't do anything about it. So I called them, and I talked to a nice dude, and I'm sure he was in, like, Bangalore or someplace, someplace far away. And I was getting a little pissed off, but I had to think to myself, you know, this is a human being on the other end. I'm going to be civil. I'm not going to be a fucking asshole like I normally am because I'm trying to be a better person. Are you usually quite testy with these people? I haven't called I, – I specifically don't call customer support ever because I'm an asshole. Mm. I, you know, I, I – I don't I don't when they when they I know I realize that they have a script and they walk you through the script and all that bullshit. But like I don't call fucking Comcast if my cable's down unless I've already done all the shit that they're gonna I right. yes, I plug have the computer directly into the modem. <laughs> I've turned it on and turned it off. I, I'm a fucking s i am a fucking know how to do this shit, right? right? I don't I don't need to walk through the whole goddamn script. And and when they when they act like I mean, and I know that they get it all the time because everybody's an asshole and thinks they're smart and know better than the guy in tech support. Yeah. But it's a frustrating 45 minutes for me every day. Yes. So I'm, I'm being especially civil to the guy and you know, they, then they tell me, okay, we're going to delete it from your account. You should be able to rebuy it in 24 hours. And I'm like, really? Really? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? I can't, you can't just either cancel that order or like push that order through so that then it shows up and it'll work. You have to cancel the account. It takes 24 hours for that to happen. And then I have to put to, – to buy the book again. 
I like I can't just rebuy it right now because if I wanted to wait 24 hours to get something, I could just buy it from Amazon and be here tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like a physical thing. Yeah. It's not electronic. And he's like, well, we're having a problem with the system right now. He's like, is this a usual thing? So no, it's not a usual thing. So I set it up again to do the exact same thing. He's like, the problem should be fixed within 24 hours. So I set it up again and did the exact same thing the next day. Went through the whole process again, a new account, the whole nine yards, 24 hours again. At this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is this product, this they their shit is not together on this particular thing. I was upset. It's not, it's it wasn't happy. It wasn't a good time for Will. That's really the whole story. I've, I, you know, it's interesting. You talk about Barnes and Noble. I've heard a couple of similar terrible stories about. For some, for some reason, Barnes and Noble. I just the stories keep coming up. One was um, somebody who wanted uh, somebody posted this on their Facebook, and uh, they were looking to buy an e-reader, and they were trying to choose between a Nook and a Kindle because those are the two they had heard. Yeah, of. and they were they were complete neophytes. Like they they knew that there was a thing called a Nook and a thing called a Kindle, and right. they were both good for reading books, but they didn't know what choice to make. They didn't know that Barnes and Noble made the Nook. They knew that you could get one there. So she went to the Barnes & Noble to ask the person what their recommendation was. Should I buy a Nook or a Kindle? Oh, no. Now, you would think that that is playing right into the hands of the Barnes & Noble. Yeah, like Montgomery gonna, Burns is just Of course they're going to sell you on the Nook. But she said that her experience was so poor, and they did such a good job of explaining the features of the Nook to her uh-huh. and why the Nook should be the one that she should buy, that she just walked out and went and ordered a Kindle from Amazon. Wow. So they couldn't tell her why she should buy the ultimate Nook? Ultimate Barnes & Noble fail right oh. there. Well, you know, it's because Barnes & Noble wasn't started as a bookstore. It was started as a place where homeless people would go use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and they just added books later. That sounds uh, like. Waka, waka, waka. No, I, I mean, the thing is, I, I like the Nook. I like the first Nook. After they, the thing is, they keep shipping those fucking things too early. They shipped the first Nook before it was usable. And so it got terrible reviews and nobody liked it. By the time the third update to it came out, it was actually a pretty good e- ebook reader. Yeah. Seems like the color one's kind of in the same boat. Customer service, man. I've had a couple, I've had terrible experiences at Best Buy the last week. They've been awful. Yeah. Uh, actually, their Twitter, because I, I was going, ah, yeah, I, 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 I saw I was going, ah, Best Buy. And someone from their quote unquote Twelp Force yeah. <laughs> emailed me. Yeah. They and, emailed uh, you or Twittered you? They Twittered me initially and they and gave me an email, email address. address. And okay. I wrote, and I, and I, here's the thing. I will, I will get kind of persnickety with, with service people if I feel like they're useless. Yeah. Uh, but I will also, when they've been helpful, I'll go on my way to say you've been very helpful and I'll compliment them. Yeah. So I feel like I'm fair on both sides. Um, That's fair. This person was very nice, but ultimately couldn't do much to help me. I got a $25 gift card, which, you know, eh. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, that's I, not twenty five. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty five dollar gift card is a huge win out of Best Buy. I, I guess they gave you twenty five dollars because they annoyed you. That's a win. I got to get to the Kevin Smith type level where I can show up late for a flight and they'll still apologize. Yeah, now that's a load of shit. Yeah, that that thing. I love Kevin Smith and he totally got wronged by Southwest. Yeah, but when he showed up five minutes before the plane was supposed, the, before the departure time on the plane, that's a rookie move. Here's a couple of travel tips for you. Yeah, show up at the boarding time, not right. ten minutes before departure time. And if you've got medicine, that's really important. Don't, don't fucking check it. check it. Keep it on you. Yeah, and and the other thing is. The door closes to the airplane 10 minutes before the scheduled departure yes, time. and everyone knows this. Yes, this is a well-documented fact. Although it sounded like he had some kind of professional concierge person whose job it was to make sure that person That is, person fucked up. That person fucked up bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Kevin Smith, but he is absolutely in the wrong, and he was an asshole. Whenever it says the boarding time starts now, I, that, that's the time that I'm there 10 minutes before, right. not the well, this not is, some time you've made up. Like, this, oh, that sounds about right. This is the problem with the Twitter, with the Twitter, uh, with the Twitter, the power of Twitter, it's of having a massive number of Twitter followers. It? Yeah, is that like the first time Southwest told him he was, pulled him off because he was of his weight, yeah. which is wrong. 
Right. They fucked him on that. And yeah. he, he used his power for good in that case. Yeah. Now that he's had the taste of the power, yeah. it's starting to corrupt him. He's turning yeah. to the dark side. And Virgin America is actually a, a great airline with excellent customer service. Yeah, I've never had a problem with Virgin And to be, and to be fair, and because, a lot. because they, made, they, they made a lot of, even though I think they could easily have said, look, dude, you fucked up. Yeah. They're very concerned with their public image and their reputation for good customer service. So they... they well, and he's they, kind of a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, Virgin America is actually great. Look at all the things they did. But right. the reality is they didn't know him shit. Right. He fuck fucked up. up. Yeah. yeah. Or his concierge person fucked up. Yeah. Let's go watch TNT. Sounds good. <laughs>